Here we go. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. Yay! Yeah! Boom, boom. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Man, we never ever overpay. Walmart, price is always low, so we save. Walmart, I swear we could spend a couple days. Walmart, steady stacking toilet paper. Walmart, okay, 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 okay. Told me Target better, told that girl like, no way. Hey, I might go to out nine and just cut me a steak. Ooh, hey, I might get some protein now, I feel like I'm Jake. Buff nurse. Hey, yeah, 9.99, no pajamas. Hey, save half price on bananas. Hey, I just bought 2% milk. I just seen two different meals. God damn. Ay, skating down the aisle in the car. In the car. Ay, I'm lifting up my leg just to fart. Hey, I know why the mother boys hate. They hate. Cause these fills really got the cakes. Man, we never ever overpay. Walmart, price is always low, so we save. Walmart, I swear we could spend. What up, a everybody? This your boy B Rob. And I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob Walmart. podcast. Okay. First and foremost, before I get started, I'd like to thank you, the listener. Those of you who come back every week and listen to my podcast on a weekly basis or however you listen to your podcast. If you're listening for the first time, I appreciate you taking out the time to listen to me ramble. I didn't know what else to say there. I mean, that's what came to my head. You know, Despite it being the same opening just about every episode, I don't rehearse it. I mean, it's just like it's what comes to mind more or less but anyway we got a great episode this week um i'm joined by todd the great and sir john lee from the wrestling junkies podcast um we get into all kinds of things because you know this is a random show where we talk about random things but we did go down the rabbit hole a little bit on some wrestling talk because why not? They are the wrestling junkies, so it would be the right thing to do to talk about wrestling. I don't know that I didn't know what I wanted to say right there. I don't know if that was the right thing to say, but it would be stupid for us not to talk about wrestling at some capacity. So we had also on the show we had a debate. And um, once you get you get into the audio, you're going to be able to hear that. And you can um, listen to both sides. You're going to listen to our arguments or whatever between uh, myself and uh, Sir John Lee. And I think they're going to put up a poll on Monday on their Instagram or whatever. And you get to weigh in. You get to tell everybody on the interwebs, on Instagram, that I was right in my argument, in our debate. So... Pick me because you're listening to my voice right now and they ain't going to be able to do nothing about it because without me, the audio doesn't get out into the world and ha ha ha, I win because I was the last one to win when we had the debate on their show. It was their most recent episode. You can go to Wrestling Junkies on iTunes and everything and pull their latest episode up featuring myself and we had some debates on there. We had two of them. It was uh, for who has the better entrance, Shinsuke Nakamura. Or Finn Balor, which I lost that one. And our second debate was who had the worst wrestling gimmick as of now, like currently on the roster. I picked Roman Reigns and he picked Dolph Ziggler. 
and we had to battle back and forth of why our guy was had the worst gimmick. And then we had some rebuttal time to where we had to tell why our guy is worse than that other person's guy. So if you were into that type of thing, debaters, master debaters, shout out to their podcast. And um, go check it out, Wrestling Junkies on iTunes, and you can hear that debate. But you're going to get into it here on this episode to where we get into a bait over, uh, did I say a bait? Debate. A debate over the greatest debut of all time. So that's like the person showing up on WWE television for the first time. So I picked Chris Jericho and he picked Kane, which I agree with his pick and he agreed with my pick. We was I was thinking either one of the two, but um I sided with Jericho. I think his uh uh debut was more impactful than Kane's was for that time and what was going on when um they did make their debuts. So you're about to hear the argument between myself and Sir John Lee. But first, I finally got some motherfucking voicemails. I had this voicemail number for a couple months now. I know I hadn't been plugging it on some of the latest episodes, but I finally got some voicemails. It's all over my Twitter. And if you want to leave a random voicemail for the show, I mean, it can be about anything. You can talk about taxes. You can talk about basketball. You can talk about whatever you want. Just be as random as possible. And the way you can do that is if you call my number. That's 304-TALK-ROB. And if you don't know what the numbers transform into letters and what they make, it's 304-825-5762. So give me a call. Leave me a random voicemail. So here we go. I got the first one here, which is from Ray. Ray is a host of the Naked Porch podcast, and I really dig their show. They just freaking, they be cracking me the hell up. I have a confession to make. I was listening to their podcast when I first moved to Houston. Well, when I was in the process of moving to Houston, Texas. And if anybody is familiar with the Houston, Texas area, or Texas in general, fucking highways are crowded. It's a clusterfuck. People don't know how to drive around here. And it was the episode to where they were talking about um, offering things to fairies. And I forgot what it was specifically <laughs> that was what was said, but it, that shit was so funny that I was um, obviously I was I was driving in the car because that's when I usually listen to my podcast. But I was doing something wrong. I was eating an Oreo McFlurry while I was driving, which is not not a safe thing to do. And I I recommend you not do such because I mean you got to kind of hold the cup and the steering wheel in your hand. And then you got a scoop with the other hand. You know, I don't know why I just didn't get a motherfucking milkshake, but I wanted a motherfucking Oreo McFlurry. So it was whatever funny thing was said on the podcast. I had the Oreo McFlurry up uh, like, ha ha. I laughed really loud and I fucking turned the steering wheel. Oreo McFlurry spoon went the other way. My hand went the other way, dropped it in my lap. Oreo McFlurry on my steering shifter and in the passenger seat. And I almost died because I almost ran into another car. But, hey, I'm still here. And Ray <laughs> left me a voicemail. So we're going to check that out real quick. Here you go. My name's Ray. I'm going to tell you I'm listening to your show. 
and uh, uh, you was talking about doing some criminal activities with some random strangers. I don't, I don't think Jesus take too nice of that sort of thing. You need to go to church. You need to step, tell Jesus you sorry, and then tell God you sorry. And then you need to make amends to those good folks that you harm by doing nothing and sitting in the car. So, uh, you know, you need to go do all that stuff. And once you're done with that, then you be good. And you don't get in no more goddamn trouble. That's all I'm saying. Trouble bad. Trouble real bad. All right. And that was Ray. Man, I appreciate you for leaving me a random voicemail. And I appreciate you and your crew for doing the Naked Porch Podcast. You provide me with hours of entertainment and, you know, a little bit of knowledge. So you also provide me with some things that I didn't know. So for that, I commend you. I appreciate you for you and your crew for putting your art out into the world for me to enjoy and everyone else. Thank you. Up next, I got a voicemail from the uh, Passers By podcast super fan, Jody B. He's a daggone truck driver and he listens to many, 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 many podcasts. And, um, I was honored and blessed to be in his presence in voicemail form. So here's the voicemail from Jody B right here on the podcast. What up, Rob? It's Jody B. Just figured I would call and leave my first random rambling. You know, we talked a little bit this morning on Twitter about all the SummerSlam shit. So I figured I would, you know, speak a little about it. Now, after Brock Lesnar put a motherfucking vagina on Randy Orton's head, I'd like to speak about it, but I think his forehead could probably speak for itself. Dude, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen now, but uh, that shit was cold-blooded, and uh, I really don't think it was planned at all. So uh, whew, I bet they had a talk when they got in the back. I can only hope that fucking Arn Anderson was hanging out back there to, quote, uh, drop that Steve Austin line where he said, boy, such a big gash on your forehead, I don't know whether to stitch it or fuck it. Nah, man, just hanging down here uh, in the Arkansas. It's fucking hot as shit. Sitting around, nothing good going on. Uh, you know, got that sweaty ball weather. Time of the year where you can get that, that real magical thing where your nutsack sticks to your leg and then you fart. It gets hung up in your ball skin like a mouse running through a blanket. It's not good. <laughs> Fucked around and ran into a trailer hitch over the weekend, so my shins all busted up. That's a good time. Uh, I believe the devil himself invented trailer hitches. Uh, that's 15 pounds of steel that don't give a fuck about your feelings. This shit will put a grown man on his ass and it don't matter who you are. And, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if you do, uh, MMA at all, man, but shout out to all of the fighters over the weekend. Fucking Conor McGregor wiping the slate clean and shit. Uh, Rumble Johnson taking that ass in 15 seconds. That was pretty nasty. You know, so all around, good weekend, and uh, looking forward to some shit. Uh, hopefully, I'll hear from you soon, man. Take it easy. And, uh, oh, P.S., uh, Random Ramblings fucking shout-out for some sponsorship, Duracell. Please, please holler at my man B-Rob and send his ass a couple 9-volt batteries. His motherfucking smoke detector is beeping like a bitch, and I would hate for something to catch on fire off in there and him not know about it. Uh, hashtag fire hazard. All right, Rob. Take it easy, man. I'll talk to you later. Bye. And that was that motherfucker Jody B. Motherfucker want to talk about 
Smoke Detector. That wasn't even my Smoke Detector, motherfucker. That was Jam Smoke Detector, who was featured on episode 32 and 33. So you can get Duracell to sponsor Jam ads because his Smoke Detector wasn't working. His ass gonna burn up in the motherfucking house while he's sleeping because he damn didn't have the right batteries in that motherfucker. He work at Walmart. He can get an employee discount on some motherfucking 9-volt batteries. He could probably steal them motherfuckers and have a house full of batteries and shit, which I don't recommend because... You can get fired, and then I won't have an inside man at freaking Walmart anymore. So just strike that from the record. Just forget I said any of that shit. So, all right, we got that out of the way. Jody B, appreciate you. You the man. Uh, You love women that wear yoga pants, and he clarified as to saying he's just fixated on the pants, not so much the person that's wearing the pants because – he said they can have cottage cheese, booty. They can be spilling over the top of them. But he's just entranced by those pants. You like how I rhyme that? You like that shit? Ooh. Yeah, I should be an MC. I should make some, some hot beats. Speaking of hot beats and freestyling and all that shit, Sir John Lee, my guest that you're about to hear now, he's a freaking rapper, producer, and all those things. So we'll talk a little bit about it in the episode. So enough of me talking about the episode so we gonna listen to it right now so here we go on the next edition of the random ramblers with rob podcast thing is too random no no this there's no such thing as too random are you sure i am positive (laughs) oh because if if it gets if it gets a little too far i'm gonna just let the listeners know that you said there's no such thing as too random oh no there there is no such thing you want to know you want to hear something that's random though but uh, <laughs> yeah, boy, we're just gonna let that marinate for a little bit. You hear him plucking them strings on that violin. I like how fucked with the couple. This fake part right here. Who made that joint? Did Jim Johnson make that joint? I don't know. Whoever did it, they, they need a raise. <laughs> yeah, bro. They need more production dollars to make more music. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. But I wonder, <laughs> I mean... There's never that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I wonder, I mean, like, with Nakamura and Samoa Joe and, like, some of the bigger name guys that came into NXT or whatever, if they had any input on what the they wanted or they gave the blessing on the song or whatever. Well, uh, I know Bray Wyatt picked his own. Well, they say everybody in NXT picks their own, but like a lot of people just pick some generic shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, there's another one I really dig. I mean, it kind of grew on me oh. with um, Baron Corbin. I like his music. Oh, I, yeah. I like Baron Corbin, period. Like, I, I love him. If booked the right way, he could be the next taker. I don't know about that, but I do. I have all the faith in the world in Corbin. Okay, There's at least one person. Like does. I said, I said in the uh, podcast before, Roman—he's everything Roman Reigns should be. Yeah, that's what I think. With, with the with the baby fat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, hey, uh, Kane wasn't the healthiest when he first debuted. Well, shit, but he was still big as hell, though. God, Kane was that's- pretty ripped, though. He's yeah. pretty red. He was okay. Taker wasn't the biggest. I mean, no, wasn't he, the most. He was, nah, he wasn't. Man, I'm glad Especially he. 
I'm glad he dyed his hair or whatever because that was like the brightest red I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> ginger for real. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why they picked him to be the Undertaker because they say gingers don't have no souls. Oh, uh, that's what I've heard. I don't know if that's fact or not. <laughs> I've heard that too. <laughs> that's what you guys talk about. Like it's possibly true. I, I it could know. be. I'm just saying it could be. It, it was on the internet, so I mean, there's some truth to Gotta it. Maybe. Be true. <laughs> well, yeah, because the internet knows all. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, there has to be some truth of somebody saying it. Uh, are we recording? I don't know. No. Maybe. Oh. Wait, you I said, record yeah. this. Yeah, I'm recording. Oh, you recording? Yeah. See, that's all. Oh. That's all in the randomness, baby. You don't even know we're recording right now. We're just talking about shit. I'm, I'm so used to hitting the record button. I'm like, oh no, no, we're not recording. <laughs> well, you can take it right off today. Like I said, you could have made you a bologna sandwich, and we could have been fine. <laughs> So this is so this is what it is, right? Exactly. Random ramblings. Exactly. All right. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, sir. I'm I'm with it. So are we are we getting this uh this tiebreaker? Yeah, I'm down. Oh yeah, let's do you it. I list oh. like I saw your I saw your comments on Instagram, <laughs> and I listened back, and you know what? I think I won the second round, and you won the first round. Okay, so it's still high regardless. All right, we good. Yeah, wait. So <laughs> y'all don't trust my judgment? Oh no, no, you the judge, so <laughs> you gotta trust your no, judgment. No, I trust it. I mean, but but like, I mean, at the same listen, time, there's I, there's innocent men in prison right now for a crime they didn't commit because of the judge. So <laughs> or the <laughs> evidence, or the prosecutor, uh-huh. or the defendant. Uh-huh. Why not? It's got to be the judge, though. <laughs> Hey, I mean, look what happened to Steve Harvey. He had the whole fucking the card with the name on it, and it was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look what happened to OJ. (laughs) He had all the evidence, and he's off. Hey, but the glove didn't fit, so they had to quit. Hey, I'm down with that. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if it was me up there on some bullshit. I'm like, hey, man, that no. (laughs) So do you think this dude is that sick? To be like, you know what? I should buy smaller gloves just so they, no. just so I have some type of. No, no, you're approaching it the it. wrong way. The man, if you were put on trial, Sir John Lee, would you try your hardest to make those gloves fit? No, <laughs> you would try to. Boy, I would have spread my fingers so wide to fight. <laughs> look at this! Look at this! Look at this! Look at this! You would try to pull all uh, the trick trade. Cut the circulation off of your hands so they can swell up a little bit, yeah. you know, just so that the glove won't fit. That's probably what he was doing. He was probably sitting on his hands in the courtroom. I'm about to pull out a trick here. Yep. We're about to pull out the Music City Miracle today. <laughs> Question. Do you guys believe he did it? I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> I, I agree with him. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I don't I mean, know, I'm a huge, I'm a huge USC fan, to be honest. So, but you know, I'm not gonna let that biasness get in the way of what happened. What happened was heinous, and all. Yes, it was horrible, and no one should ever get away with it. But I don't know. It's it's up in the air. So I don't know. There's a rumor going on that his son did it. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. It was on the internet, so it has to be some truth to it. <laughs> <laughs> There was a rumor going around that uh, it was him and his son. His son killed the girl, and then OJ came out to stop the son. 
and uh, well, the I'm, guy well, I'm the, here. So ah. Jay <laughs> let the guy. Oh, Jay let him kill the uh, waiter guy too. I, I forget his name, Steve something. And so then they both tried to run and get away. And the son is the one who hit his head on the vent going uh, behind the house. That's where the the uh, blood is came from and stuff like that. Shit. So, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. It's a, it's a pretty good theory. <laughs> I, got a, I got a quick story about that. I forget, right. I forget what year it happened, but it was the summertime. And I was in California visiting, visiting my sister. She lived in um, Barstow, California. Oh, 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 that's like an hour away from L.A. Okay. Yeah, she lived in Barstow. Cause, um, her, that by Victorville? Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. Because yep. uh, her husband was in the Army. He worked in uh, Fort Irvin. And oh, um, I went out there for like a couple summers to go visit while they was out there. And the day that murder hit the news, we was in the car the very next day to go to uh, L.A. to go see O.J. House. Oh, because so, that's how my sister was. I mean, she was like real into movie stars and all kind of junk like that. So she damn put us all up in the car <laughs> and drove our ass out to L.A. so we can Dang. go to O.J. house. So what we did is um, because no lie, it was um, we went to Nicole Brown house to the crime Dang. scene. And then we went to O.J. house after and like, no shit, you can. If you had a good enough arm, you can throw a rock from OJ house to Nicole house. Cause the only thing that separated them was, um, a couple blocks in, um, the main highway between. Uh-huh. Cause that's how close the dude lived from her. So we, that's went, crazy. we went to her house. We, we couldn't, get, we could only get so far because of the um, tape and everything. And then we mm-hmm. was taking pictures in front of OJ house. And then the <laughs> security guard come up and be like, Hey, y'all can't be out here and shit like that. I mean, it's not something I wanted to see, but my sister made me go. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, That's I was a matter infant, fact, what, like I was a baby when all that stuff was going on. Because what I'm gonna do is, um, I got pictures of that shit, so I'm gonna try to post it after this episode go up. It's just me, my nephew, and my other niece, and we just standing there. I'm in there with my fucking Adidas and low cut socks, just standing there with a wife beat on. Like, man, why are we here right now? <laughs> <laughs> Man, why were you, you made me come all this way. <laughs> and then it was yeah. like, it was a snap decision because it, it bust out on the news that night and we was in the car that morning. <laughs> so I don't know what was her motivation behind wanting to see this shit, but I mean, I guess because it was right there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it was fascinating. It got, a, it was the trial of the century, so it got a bunch of news coverage. Speaking yeah. of which, can we talk to bring it back to wrestling? Oh yeah, we can, can we do talk a, about we the uh, DDP quick. and Goldust Bronco Chase? What? Oh Remember? yeah. <laughs> oh no, Roddy Piper. <laughs> was Roddy oh, Piper. I'm sorry, not Rod, not Roddy DDP. Piper. Roddy Piper. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. Hey, <laughs> j- <laughs> just so uh, we can keep it in <laughs> the vein of wrestling, like you said. Mm-hmm. We'll play a little more of that. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. That's a good song. I just <laughs> got to throw that out there every now and then. But yeah, man, that was um, <laughs> what I, I forgot who got slammed. I think it was Goldust got slammed on the hood of it and shit. That was <laughs> yeah, yeah. For some reason, I said DDP because I imagined a diamond cutter on the hood of it. That's <laughs> oh, why, that's why I was like DDP. Yeah, no, it was, was Goldust. Didn't he have like a gold Cadillac or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah he had a gun. He was ch- and so and I think uh, Piper was in the Bronco chasing down the uh, 
the gold Cadillac or something like that. That was yeah. really that was pretty good for yeah. back in the day. Speaking of cutters on the hood, am I imagining this or did it happen in a video game? I know for sure it happened in a video game, but did it happen on live WWE television? It was uh, Bob Orton and Randy Orton. His daddy mm-hmm. was there on the show and had a disagreement. And did he give him the RKO on the hood of a car, or was that just a yeah, video game? I think it was on the trunk of a car, on the trunk of the limo, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something it was. Like- it was when he first started Legacy, or no? Oh, Evolution. No, it was after Legacy. Evolution because oh. he was done with the Undertaker. He went to SmackDown, came back to Raw. I think. Yeah. Dang. Dang, I don't I remember because like, I remember I, re- I remember it on the game. Mark, so I should know. Yeah, because I remember it on the game, but I don't know if it happened in um, live WWE TV. Because I know when it was making the games back then, they would um, put the storylines in the video games. So that's how I remember it. Yeah. But I don't remember it that part happened on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how the stories in the video games were better than the stories <laughs> WWE. Yeah, I forget which one it was. I know it was a SmackDown versus Raw. To where they had the um the original League of Nations is what I call it. It was the storyline where Sheamus won all the belts and it was him, Drew McIntyre, oh, Stephen yeah. Regal. I remember and all those that guys was him. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that was they was all in one stable when Sheamus won all the belts. <laughs> yeah, he see he had another <laughs> Sheamus won all I mean, the belts. And I thought that was a good storyline, the way they set it up on the game, but a lot of people shit on it and I don't know why. I thought it was cool. Mm. That was like when. Oh uh, wait, no, that was twelve. I think that was twelve. Because that was like when um Kurt Angle actually did that in TNA. He won all the belts. In a, <laughs> Even in the tag champions. Yeah, he. Yep, because it was him and Samoa Joe. They won the belts together, and they had a falling out. So he kept both of the tag belts. <laughs> but so he, he was the, the tag team champions. He had yes, he oh, was the, the tag, tag team, team champions. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was the um, IWP. G champion. I, I probably butchered the fuck out of that. He was that <laughs> I don't champion. know. You sounded pretty close there. I know. It's got W and a G and a P somewhere. It got somewhere in there. Yeah. I think there's a W and a championship in there also. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so he had, a, he had a new Japan belt. He had the TNA title. He had um, both of the tag titles. And I think he had a secondary as well. But Kurt Angle at one point had all the TNA titles plus a Japan belt. <laughs> oh. I hear Bobby a- Lashley's doing that now. Yeah, he got the X Division title and the world title. Punk should have done that in WWE. He should have just taken all the titles <laughs> at, at once. And left. The US, the Intercontinental, and, the, and the Divas. And left. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah, you could have did that like they could have, the way he got the Divas title because AJ was in on it and she took, she got, she won the belt and they left together. Boom. Yep. And she just took it and they have a match and she just laid down and let him pin her. Hey, he did, he doing that already right now. <laughs> <laughs> she right, probably right. like it. She's already laid down. She's already letting him pin her. <laughs> y'all, y'all know about Andy Kaufman, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he did that joke. Like he would fight chicks, <laughs> take their titles. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> and be, so and talk trash about uh Jerry King Lawler. Yeah, y'all that, watch that wrestling. No, that you wrestling. know we'll put you know we'll put Roman over if he went for the women's championship. He beat Charlotte and got the women's title. Everybody would cheer for Roman when he came down the aisle. Exactly. I'm telling you, nobody likes Charlotte. <laughs> he would get the biggest pop, bro. I'm telling you, if he won the women's championship, he would get the biggest pop of all. I'm time. sorry, if The Rock can't get you a pop, then you're done. No, I'm telling you, the women's championship would get you the pop, bro. The women's. Ch- think about it. 
the women's championship. Imagine Roman walking down with the women's title. Uh, I don't want to imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> what if that. damn um, you, like you seen SmackDown? No, I didn't watch. I didn't watch this. One. Well, they debuted, they debuted the titles on there. I oh, saw yeah. that. And then he Slater come out. He's like, I'm trying to get some of this gold up here, baby. And he, he's like, Daniel Bryan was like, I don't know what you're thinking about, but I mean, you're not <laughs> equipped to win the win- women's title, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> Daniel Bryan is a savage. Oh, but Daniel Bryan got slayed by the Miz the other day. Yeah, he, Miz gave it to him, dude. Oh, Miz. I was like, he lyrically whipped his ass. <laughs> Like, if yeah, he okay. doesn't come out of retirement, then, uh, yeah. Oh, it'll man. take the Miz for that, for that to happen. Man, that, man, I, 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 my heart's, it was like the, um, that Dr. Seuss book, The Grinch, that's the old Christmas. My heart swelled up like 10, 11 sizes when the fucking Miz went off on Daniel Bryan. I was like, <laughs> oh, baby, where was this like months ago? You should have been doing this shit. <laughs> where was this a year ago? Hell yeah. I was like, yeah, no. I was like, you got the clip? Oh man, I, I could pull it I've up. I watched it. Man, I was like, dog, you should have the title right now. They should just take it off of Dean Ambrose and just put it on you by default. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, he lit into him. I was like, man, this is just ridiculous. No, and you could tell, I mean, it might have been planned that they was going to get into an argument or whatever, but I don't think they knew he was going to say what he said. Because you can see Renee Young trying to like, you know, cut it off and he was just like, No, no. Yeah, and, and, and even wife, Dan Bryan had to walk out. And then his wife was in the background like Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> she was like, Baby, <laughs> baby, stop. Baby, stop. Please. Baby, baby, please. I was I thought I thought D Bryan was gonna snap because you know this like, you know, he um He don't play like that shit. he took out a, a robber. He took somebody trying to rob his house and he choked the dude out. Man. Chase after him, choked about. I was like, "Oh man, oh, oh man. no!" I thought it was gonna mm. go down for sure. I would have paid. I would have paid monies to see that for real, for real. All the monies. All the monies. <laughs> oh, man, I would have been giving up like paychecks at a time. Like after check, after check. I would have set up direct deposit to freaking the Miz's <laughs> bank account. <laughs> I would have been on layaway. But uh, <laughs> yeah, can I can I put some put some down on that, please? Yeah, I put some down, and then on the fifteenth, I could put some more down. And on the first, I can put some more down. On. Like, and then I might be a little late on the next payment. <laughs> on the next one, you know. It'd be like that, Kevin Hart. Be like, uh, see the way my checking and savings is set up. <laughs> <laughs> if I do it Tuesday night, it'll be there. But if you miss that one little minute, it's gonna be gone. Yeah, you missed Japanese. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for redemption? Well, you guys ready for the tiebreaker? Uh-huh. Yeah, y'all got that. Wrestle like somebody who's, I, a, who's afraid you, to get hit. Like, I, 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 wrestle, I wrestle like, like a coward. You wrestle like a coward. I'm the one. If I if I were to Renee create Young a wrestler who, up. to me, like mm-hmm. embodies like when I was an independent guy and I was thinking like, oh, okay, what's the soft WWE style? It would be that WWE is transformed in the last. The little, hold on. You you had to, you had your chance to talk. You you're the one that called me a coward in, in the wrestling ring. I'm the coward in the wrestling ring. Yeah. But let's talk about cowards for one second. Okay. The reason I wrestle the way I wrestle is because I can do it day in and day out all the time for ten plus.
plus years. I have never, never in my career ever have been injured. I don't get injured for six months to a year. I am here each and every week. That's when but you, you sit hot. there and call me a coward? Yeah. I'm the coward. Wait, let me tell you about a coward. Let me tell you about a guy who tells his WWE fans, the people that he loves, that he will be back. He promises them. I promise you, I will be back in one year's time to claim this purple. title. But you didn't, Daniel, did you? But I'm the coward. Okay, I'm the one that they, doesn't love if the they, fans. If they would let me come back, I would come back. Oh, if, if, if you, you would? Yeah. yeah. You would. You you love that WWE ring. You love be wrestling. You love being right in that wrestling ring, and you love wrestling, right? Well, yeah. why don't you quit? Why don't you quit and go to the bingo halls with your indie okay, friends? Okay, I think you then, need to huh? calm. No, that's not, no, what, this, that's this. not what this show's Please, about. GM, have this. Thank you very much, Renee. This <laughs> is a great show, but we're talking here. I need to talk to you real quick, because the fact is, you're the one that calls me the coward, but you're the one that doesn't get in the WWE ring again. No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk <laughs> don't away. You walk I'm away, the one Kenny. that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time. You're the coward. I am not a coward. I am your intercontinental champion, and there's camera a reason right I am the title. Reason Put that camera on me right now. The most relevant, <laughs> prestigious title that WWE has, and I deserve okay. the respect okay. on SmackDown Live. Get that camera right here. <laughs> Understand that this is day 141 of the never-ending Intercontinental Championship World Tour, and I swear to you, I promise you, it will be the most relevant title on SmackDown Live. I could care less about those little kids on, and, and for the tag team titles and the women's championship and the WWE championship. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you, my GM, sitting there criticizing me, calling me the coward. You're the face, coward. You like you I'm the one here, day in, yeah, and day yeah. out, in that wrestling. That's what happened when you sleep on people up. for too long. Thank you very much. Except for golf. His old lady was gone before oh, he yeah. finished. <laughs> Man. She said, okay. Because, like, when he was um, talking to Daniel Bryan at first, she was like behind him, like nodding her head, like agreeing with him. And then he got up and she saw that he started turning purple. That vein started popping out in his forehead. She was like, Oh, oh, baby, baby, it's getting real. You need to calm down. <laughs> I wonder what the atmosphere was like behind the scenes after that was over. Cause I mean, I would like to have been a fly on the wall. Just right. Uh, I, I could see security like being. But so not like they're gonna fight, but just in case. Yeah, man. I can see yeah. that happen. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna I'm walk off this camera right now. But as soon as you finish running your mouth, you're gonna have to come off that stage and we're gonna get you. <laughs> 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 gonna my see. neck injury ain't gonna save you now. I said, <laughs> something might be wrong with my neck, but ain't nothing wrong with these hands. <laughs> <laughs> and you can catch both of them. <laughs> you see Brian running, running off the um from off the side of the camera, hitting with that damn drop kick he used to do in the corner. <laughs> yeah, right. a missile drop kick, or oh. kicking him in the back of his head. <laughs> oh man, I mean, how, how do you think that is? I mean, th these guys roughly being the ring, you know, touring, doing Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, pay per views, house shows. Roughly almost a whole year straight, just like how the Miz was saying. Mm -hmm. What if, like, in that their own little personal time or whatever the hell, you know, they get to themselves, some shit go down. Do you think they default to that, uh, 
that wrestling mind state. What I mean is like, all right, they go to a bar, just hanging out with their friends or something, and somebody else come up to them talking live, talking shit or whatever. Do they damn mm-hmm. throw a fake punch or do they just go into like, <laughs> I'm back in street mode, you know? <laughs> did, well, they, did they hit um, their dice when they throw a kick? <laughs> I was watching a punch uh, thing about his transition from WWE to UFC and Punk was saying he had the hardest time uh, not protecting his opponent. Yeah, that's what so, you used. Yeah. I don't know. I guess they have to be in fight or flight or whatever to, uh, you know. Really turn it up, but they probably can't really fuck somebody. Yeah, it's, up. it's probably when they get that first <laughs> real lick across their face, they're like, "Oh, oh, it's for real." <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Are we doing yeah. this? <laughs> oh, we really doing this? Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought it was my turn, then your turn, then my turn, then your turn. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to hit the booze and the yays and the booze and the yeah. yeah. So, so who's going over? Who's going over? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the finish? What's the finish? <laughs> All right, so you pin me, then I kick out, then I pin you, and then you kick out, then you pin me again, and I kick out at two right before three. Oh, man, they, they booking a whole match in the bar. <laughs> in the bar, and he's getting beat on the whole time while he's trying to map out this match. Wow, these tables are really rough. They're hard. Right? Since, since we are in the podcast right now, got a couple softball questions for the both of you gentlemen, if you don't mind. Here we go. And then hit us with that hardball afterwards. Uh, uh, mm, that sounds very sexual. I don't want to talk about it. You said it so. kind of slow at the end, too. He's like, hit us with that hardball afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> hit us with that hardballs at the end. All right. All right, go ahead. Obviously, you run a podcast, the Wrestling Junkies podcast. What mm-hmm. brought you gentlemen to the podcasting table? What made you decide to get together and be like, hey, man, we need to do a podcast about wrestling. You like wrestling. I like wrestling. Let's talk about it. And hopefully other people can respond and hear us talk about it. And they can talk about it. We can all talk together. And yeah. Well, it was um, Warren's idea. Great. I I can give it to you in two forms. I could cut a promo or I could just give you just straight up. What do you want to do? We we ain't never had that here. Go ahead. Hit hit, hit me with the promo. All right, <clears throat> let me get my voice right. <laughs> me, 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 me. Now you listen here, brother. Back with no, <laughs> oh, shit, I was ready for it. All right, here goes promo. All right, <clears throat> time and time again, I have sat back and listened to these wrestling podcasts, whether it be on iTunes or SoundCloud, and I have not been satisfied. I've been on drives home, sitting in traffic because I live in L.A., and these podcasts have not met the standards of Todd the Great. Now, Ramblings, I'm glad I didn't hear your podcast because I probably would have liked it, and I probably wouldn't have started it with Wrestling Junkies, but that's not the case here. (laughs) I missed that train. So with me being the person that needs to step up in this business and make the product I want, I reached out to Sir John Lee, who runs Wrestling Junkies, and who had a great following. So you know what? I asked for his services. I asked that he record me talking. (laughs) (laughs) Just me going off. And what did he do? He wanted to join. Can you believe that? No, I I can't believe that. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Listen, 
Listen, how, how was he's that Brock Lesnar on Paul Heyman. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, how, was that promo? how was that promo? Oh, that yeah. That was pretty damn good. I dug was, it. I dug it. <laughs> okay. No, but seriously though, like I, I'm, a, I'm a huge podcast guy, but I'm, I don't listen to wrestling podcasts. I, I mostly listen to sports, but uh, sports podcasts out here, which is, uh, well, I'm not gonna plug them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they gotta pay us for that. Oh, okay. But anyway, the local sports station out here in LA, run by ESPN, and uh, I really enjoy it. And they, they not only talk about sports, but they also talk about uh, social issues. Like they use their platform of sports to talk about other things. And I listen to uh, this comic book movies podcast um and other movie type podcasts and so i didn't really listen to wrestling podcasts so i wanted to bring those elements into this world as far as you know analyzing the way they did sports and breaking down breaking things down the way they did in movie podcasts so i just wanted to bring the elements of that into these podcasts sweet would you, would yeah you, would you got sir john lee <laughs> well i was just being i was just you know like for me it started with the instagram thing Mm-hmm. I was just at work, bored, depressed, like, oh, I hate my life, whatever. So I just, um, my girlfriend gave me the idea to do an Instagram page because she noticed I was posting wrestling stuff, wrestling pictures, pictures of wrestling, wrestling, whatever, on uh, my personal Instagram. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, this is weird. What is he doing? <laughs> He's still into this. I don't get it. And then she's like, just do a, uh, you know, page themed on wrestling, based on wrestling. So I did it. She gave me the name for it, started doing it, built the following. And uh, I didn't even tell uh, Todd the Great uh, until, like, we went to, what was that? Was that Raw? Uh, I, it's either, it was either Raw or SummerSlam. Yeah, either it's one. It was either Raw or SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah either one. Whenever they're like, out in L.A. He's like, who's that guy is posting wrestling pictures that you always shout out? Like, oh, it's me. <laughs> yeah, I, and he had a pretty like, big following by then. He's like, I'm it was Batman. Like, <laughs> it was like weird, you know. Like, but you know, uh, he was like, oh, that's dope. Let's do something with that. And then we started doing like promo wrestling packaging videos. And all yeah, that videos. Stuff like that. Uh, we did video reviews back in the day. Yeah. We would play the video games and stuff like that, but. You know, this time we just decided to take it podcast form first, and then we start building a bigger following on the podcast, and we're going to start doing the other stuff. Sweet. Yeah. I can dig it. I can that was pretty fun. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, as a whole, how long have y'all been doing the podcast and everything? We started this year, like, after WrestleMania 32. Yeah. We started after WrestleMania 32, which was a great episode. But I, I feel it was uh, one of our more entertaining episodes because we just we were new we didn't have a format so we just spitballed and we were just like just going off of wrestlemania and saying controversial stuff um and it was it was pretty fun it was pretty fun so yeah because i I can um because when i started podcasting whatever being a podcast and you can probably attest to this you don't really get in with too many other podcasts or whatever but when you start podcasting yourself you start connecting with other podcasters Mm-hmm. I what we're doing right now and yeah. um, start discovering other people that are doing podcasts. I can remember um, on Instagram, I seen like little promo junkets for your podcast. And I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, what is this? 
So, you know, that's dope. I said, yeah, it had wrestling good. in the title, so you automatically had me hooked. So, <laughs> I'm sold already. Yeah, gave you the follow on Instagram, and then um, I followed you over on Twitter. And uh, just anytime I see something pop up, give you the retweet. Matter of fact, I think I was the one that notified y'all that at one point in time, y'all was on the yeah. new and noteworthy list. New and noteworthy. Oh, okay, so that was Sir John Lee got that alert, and he told us. He was like, yo, someone just told us that. uh <laughs> and I was like, oh, dang, that's dope. Yeah, because like every now and then I just scroll through it just to see what's on there. Maybe I can pull from that podcast, bring it onto this podcast, you know, make me new and noteworthy and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and then like from true. from Twitter, you know, I, I, I recognize some of you guys' logos and everything. And I'm just going through. I was like, oh, shit, I know who that is. And I shoot them a <laughs> message. I'm like, hey, you're on the new and noteworthy, baby. That's cool. Like, oh, for real? I didn't even know. I was like, well, now you know now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was such an Aziz on sorry story right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, like, awesome. Can I say something controversial? Yeah, say it. Say whatever you want. Aziz is overrated as a comedian. Uh, yeah, he's overrated as a comedian. He's funny, but I can sit through his stand-ups and not laugh not one bit. It will amuse me. I'm like, oh, this is funny, but I will not laugh. I won't even probably crack a smile. Uh, do you think? Do you think he's just one of those people to like? Well, if you put him in something like a movie or whatever, he'll kill it. But when you leave him to his own devices and let him do his own stand-up or everything, he's not so entertaining. I think it's the opposite. Okay. Nah, you know what? I, have y'all seen the show? Uh, I've seen it, and I didn't like it. Nothing. I yeah. like that show. It's just a I, show about nothing, like Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, I know, but Seinfeld pulled it off because it was funny. <laughs> and I don't mean to bash Aziz, but I, it's just not my preference. I think yeah. I think the only real really thing that I seen him in that I thought was moderately <laughs> funny was damn um, was that uh, thirty minutes or less. When the dude had the bomb strapped to his chest or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Oh yeah, with uh, yeah, I remember that. Lex Luthor, yeah, yeah, or whatever the fuck Lex his Luthor, name is. yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Don't but, get me started on that. Oh. We we did a full DC ramblings oh, episode. Shit. I mean, we we can discuss it. I mean, because I like that movie. Wait, what? I did. <laughs> I liked it. See, man, with me, dog, I, I take everything at face value. I don't really try to overanalyze everything and get into the weeds or anything like that, especially about okay. things that I don't really know too much about outside of what I'm seeing on my movie screen. Because, like, all right, I know the yeah. basics about Superman, Lex Luger, Wonder Woman. I know the basics uh-huh. at face value. I haven't read any of the comic books, so I don't know the origins and the details and all kind of stuff like that. So for somebody like me to watch that movie, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But for somebody maybe like you, or uh, that's just into the lore and read all the uh-huh. comic books and stuff like that, that shit probably drive you crazy. But to me, uh, yes, this is decent. Okay, okay. Let me see. Okay, okay. Let's take let's take away the lore. Let's take away the comic books. Let's say these are two made up characters just for this movie because it's been done before. Yes. Wait. It's yeah because it's been done before. I was gonna use the example, but that was a book. But anyway, all right. Hancock. <laughs> so you said Hancock. Yeah, yeah, Hancock. That was Hancock. Let's say let's say Hancock's. they made up Batman. Let's say they made up Superman. They could give him any roles and whatever. All right, so that eliminates half of my argument. My argument is this is Batman v Superman. 
So why are there two hours of non-confrontational talking, no action? They're trying to build up. They're trying to make it. They're trying to make this uh, Man of Steel two, uh, Batman reboot, and uh, another ju- Justice, in the Justice League, League and a Wonder Woman movie. And, and the Wonder Woman movie all in one movie when it's called Batman v Superman. Your conflict, the title doesn't kick in until the end, and we only get a twenty minute fight. It was a good twenty minutes, but it's not justified. That sounded like That's- prom night, baby. That was a good twenty minutes, but <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh- <laughs> Seriously, but don't don't be don't be don't be giving me twenty minutes if we rented the room for an hour. Exactly. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I ain't it. watching Netflix for two hours and then we get twenty minutes in. <laughs> yeah, but like, um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I I agree with you in that aspect. When I look at this film in the in the DC franchise versus the Marvel franchise, I'm like, all right, Marvel started off with Iron Man. I mean, obviously that wasn't the first movie in the universe, but it really started with the first <laughs> Iron Man movie. And then it yeah, built yeah. from there. They had the cut scenes at the end of the movie that built to something else. And then the next movie built to something else. Then they put a little Easter egg here. You know, they took their time and they built those movies. Marvel. Yeah. I mean, not Marvel, uh, DC. They just kind of shoehorned it all into one thing. <laughs> Which was like, horrible. we got to catch up. We got to catch up. Oh, uh, D- no, DC. Have- yeah, I got you, John Lee. I got you, John Lee. DC is the Dolph Ziggler of wrestling. They just put a whole <laughs> bunch of different stuff in there. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, they, yeah, they, they're the Dolph Ziggler thinking they'll get Finn Balor results. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him right in and put him in the title picture. But yeah. it, it only works for Finn Balor when you need a slow build like Dean Ambrose, which works out in the end. <laughs> but anyway, so let me, let me get to the lore. Mm-hmm. One, Batman doesn't kill. No. Right? He doesn't kill. Everybody knows this. Because if Batman killed a Joker wouldn't exist because Joker's too deranged to be alive. Mm-hmm. So in that movie, why the hell? I'm I'm not I'm not talking about the, the, the doomsday scene where he's like shooting people and cracking that yeah, that's but, fine, whatever. That's in the future, that's in a that's in a uh, yeah, alternate like reality a where yeah. Doomsday comes down and, and wrecks everything. Why is Batman in that car chase scene? Riddling full cars with bullets with people in them. No remorse, he even. No, that crashes a car. That's rubber hooks bullets. It, drags it along and smashes it on another car. That's rubber bullets. <laughs> okay, but what about the car on car contact when he's dragging the well, car see, down? See, the see, this is the thing. Batman, just, ba- Batman doesn't kill, but if the, his actions lead to uh, accidental death, I mean, hey, shit happens. <laughs> no. It's casualties of war. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. That's okay. like on Batman okay, no, 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 uh, Begins. No, 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 no. Batman Begins. Uh, I'll ex- okay, I'll accept that offense. But okay, at the end of the movie, the <laughs> warehouse scene, which is one of the greatest Batman on screen, maybe one of the greatest Batman things ever seen before right. in that movie, the warehouse scene, when the guy, okay, I have two things. When the guy had the grenade and Batman kicked the guy with the grenade into the room. He didn't disarm him and throw the grenade so that the guy, he kicked the guy with the grenade in the room and kicked another guy in there with him just so they both could blow up. He killed those guys. Sorry. Well, well actually, he didn't kill him. The grenade killed him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Batman okay. didn't do that again. Okay. It's all, all right. relative, isn't it? It's, it's okay. all relative. Okay, the grenade killed him. What about when he goes to save Martha and, uh, he, uh, he, he cracks the uh dude's the KGB's gas tank. So when the dude 
goes to shoot the fire, it blows up the uh, K. It blows up KGVs, and all he does is save once KGVs. again. Once again, he disabled the gas tank. It wasn't his fault that it blew up and killed the guy. I mean, that's <laughs> you know. What I'm saying? I'm saying that is smart enough to cut the cord that's connected to the uh, gas tank instead of cutting the gas tank. Well, I mean, it, that's probably like a windage error or whatever. He was probably aiming for it, but you know, there's different factors. <laughs> I mean, he was his stress levels were high, so it caused him to react I'm differently sorry. than he would if he was calm. You know oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just got through fighting Superman, the greatest being on the planet. <laughs> you don't have windage error. I'm sorry. When I'm if I'm playing Michael Jordan in basketball. I don't get windage area on a jump shot because if I miss, that's it. I lose because he's going to beat me in 101. I'm sorry. So if I just got through beating Michael Jordan in a 101, I don't get windage error against you or Sir John Lee. Well, I'm sorry. Well, first of all, that's a terrible analogy because nobody's going to beat Michael Jordan in 101. <laughs> and no one's going to beat Superman in a fight. <laughs> Especially not. Well, Michael Jordan is real and they're make believe. So, I mean, that could happen. All the more reason why no windage era should be a factor in this. If they're make-believe, why did they make up a windage era? <laughs> because it's make-believe. Maybe it was an accuracy era. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, no, that's even worse. I'm not even going to buy that. <laughs> I don't know, because Batman and the freaking jump from a skyscraper 30 feet off the the freaking ground, pull a grappling hook out, shoot itself back up in the air, throw a batarang, knock somebody out. And yeah, right. Because <laughs> we're not going to return Mary Jane on the Amazing Spider. I mean, uh, Gwen, Gwen, uh, Gwen oh. Stacy on the Amazing Spider Man didn't Stacey. happen. Mm. Gwen Stacy didn't happen when he tried to save her and snapped her neck. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I was looking at that um not too long ago, and I don't know if it was just like he caught her too late or just the impact yeah. of her stopping suddenly. You know? Yeah, both. Both. It was the. It's in the comic books. I actually remember. I when I was younger. See, this is uh, where you come I, in because I didn't know that. <laughs> when the, yeah, yeah, when I was when I was like twelve or thirteen, I read it in a in a comic book. I forgot what issue it was a long time ago. I, I if I really think about it, I could tell you what issue. But I read it, and then probably the next day or in that week in science class, the comic strip was in my textbook talking about physics and stuff like that, and how the force of when he grabbed her, it broke her neck. Hold on, hold on, like, time out, bro, bro. You said you read that book. Where? Who has that? Because that is <laughs> I was in a, a lot uh, of money. It is? I mean, yes. I was a long time ago. Like, I was in a library or something like that. Yeah, because that's, 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 that joint's from the 70s. Yeah, and it's I was in a library. I, there was a library by my house that I used to walk to and just read comic books, like, all the time. Shit, a man. library owned that book. Man. Yeah, oh, a library. We need to go check that thing out. Never bring it back. It's, it's probably it's probably not there now, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because a Along, librarian got yeah. hip to the game, was like, "Oh shit, they got this up in here." Wait, uh, let me, yeah, let me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me stuff that in my bra. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, so yeah, that was um, it was because of the anyway. All that to say, it was because of the force of him catching her so late and the force of her stopping suddenly mm. broke her vertebrae and broke her neck and you know yeah because i mean i looked at that thing many times in slow motion and everything it's just <laughs> like he caught her and she just whiplashed and like it looked like her head might have smacked the ground at one point i don't know it was just like, oh <laughs> there's a video i have to show i'm gonna send it i'm gonna send it i'm gonna show you guys and i'm gonna send it to you guys so you guys go watch it for yourselves but uh it's it's pretty funny and it has to do with that even though i'm saying it's pretty funny but uh 
You guys go ahead. I'm going to look for well, it right is, now. Well, it's make-believe. So, I mean, you can't be mad. You can't. You can make all the fun of it you want because it's not real. <laughs> it's true. Now, if it was based on true events, I don't know. We might have to question you. We might have to kick you out the <laughs> That's cold. Cold bloody. Oh, yeah. I found it right here. Yeah. I'm going to check right. that out. Oops. You did it again? <laughs> Oops. I did it yeah. No. No, 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 that song is not going to get stuck in my head again. <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. Wait, is that the same song? I don't know, that... I just probably did a mashup. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it could be a compilation and sound the exact same. Exactly. There's no originality. Let's get started. Let's get on the music topic oh, real shit. quick okay, while we're okay. here. I'm down. So, there... Humana, humana, humana. The music industry is trying to dumb down the culture that we call hip hop. Agree or disagree? Disagree. Because um, I, I'm this, I'm making that statement to say that they are trying to take away the artistry of it by saying anybody can do it. Yeah. Uh, anybody can do it. Yeah. No, but not <laughs> anybody should be able to do it. I am no lie. I am trying to convince my wife right now to write a song just cause. Like, I <laughs> no, mean, I ain't, I'm not, I'm not talking about like, cause I mean, I mean, she can sing a little bit. I ain't talking about she like Alicia Keys level of, of singing skill or whatever, but I'm just like, we be in the car I, and something like Panda, or some crazy shit will come on <laughs> where it be humma da tumma da pumma and all kind of uh-huh. shit like that. She's like, I can make a song. I was like, you know what? I'm going to find you yeah. a beat. And we're going to write a damn song, Just Cause. We're going to call it Just Cause. That's the name of the song. <laughs> but see, see, Sir John Lee, this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying everybody shouldn't do it. I'm just saying it's not art if everybody can do it. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, shit, these podcasts are crap because there's like a billion of these motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I mean, no. It makes fun. it. To me, uh, Well, people I can like do it. it. They just got to be good I, at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean. If people have been saying this every generation of hip-hop, if you guys don't know, I do music, I do hip-hop, I'm producer, rapper, blah, 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 whatever. Oh, hit that freestyle, uh-huh. son? Huh? Hit that freestyle, son? No, he no, could. man. Oh, let me no, get you no. a beat real quick. could. I'm going to get you a beat. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, wait, wait, let me... Let nah, me go ahead, ahead, finish your point. point. Finish your I have point. a rebuttal. I have a rebuttal for that. Go ahead. Finish your point. Nah, dang, where was I at? I was, you said... Was, uh, you're a rapper, you're a producer. Yeah, you're into hip-hop, you're into music. Uh, you're oh, yeah. actually about to break through in the industry if those of you don't know. Yes. But <clears throat> like my thing is it's oversaturated. It's there's always been whack stuff out there. Exactly. And like people say that this era is the worst, but we got Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, mm-hmm. Logic, Big Crit, mm-hmm. Wale, uh Memphis uh not Memphis Blake, dang. Uh what's his name? Meek Mills, uh Oh, Hey, you know what? Meek Meek does have bars, but that don't make you a good. See, that's that's the thing. In comparison to these rappers, Meek Mills is gonna be considered good, but he's not. It's good, bro. He's He's not that good. You know what? I mean, in in his defense, he just he just couldn't go up against Drake. Drake's like, but that's the thing. If you can't go up against Drake, then you're not good because Drake's not that good. No, you, Ooh, no, no. Drake is is good. Ooh. Don't 
controversial. <laughs> Drake is good, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm sorry. Drake ran Kanye out of town, bro. Like, oh, that's well, Kanye reason. ran Kanye out of town. <laughs> Kanye kind of ran Kanye out of town. <laughs> Drake is where Jay Z was like during the blackout. Like Drake, Drake, Drake a year ago, yes, not this no, Drake. Drake, not, Drake not, no, not he just Eminem come out. Oh, see, he had Dipset, Eminem come out. He had. But you talking about? We're talking about two different things. You're talking about star power, yes. Yeah, that's skill wise. No skill, yes. Doug, <laughs> no. the songs he's wrote. I know he had a ghostwriter, but the songs that he's wrote. Like you can't take that away from but, him at all. That's another thing too. I mean, everybody has somebody that writes for them. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, he even write Jesus walks all the way. Yeah, because I mean, like if I'm if I'm a producer, or if I'm a songwriter, or something, and I don't really have the the vocal skill of you know getting that song the way I I envisioned it in my head. So I'm like, all right, this song would sound cool if Alicia Keys sung it. Then I go to Alicia Keys yeah. like, hey, I wrote this song for you. Let me know what you think about it. And she make the song and she make it her own and boom. And, and to further my point, Drake wrote Fireworks. Not Fireworks. What's that song that he did with Alicia Keys? He wrote a song yeah, for Alicia. Um, I know what you're talking about. Alicia Keys. Yeah. But I mean, like, Alicia I get Keys what you're saying. Either. There, I what? Said it. She can't. She's what? flat, bro. She's hey, flat. Man. Hey, but she's a musician, though. I said she can't sing. I didn't say she was good. She can make good yeah, music. No, I'm, I'm just saying that. But that's saying Because Mary J. Biden can't sing. Either. Oh, she can't sing either. Whoa. She's horrible. What is going on <laughs> right now? <laughs> oh, she's horrible. These are flat. Man, you go, hey, man, so you're going to get my podcast canceled, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go. I was, I was, but like, uh, what I was no. getting to it. No, no, you good, you good. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry, sir, Charlie. These are things that need to be said. Say them, man. <laughs> Get it out uh, there. I mean, I'm, I can't <laughs> sing. Alicia Keys can't sing. She's a talented musician. She can play the piano. She can arrange music beautifully. Don't get me wrong. But she cannot sing, like, oh. at all. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, but, maybe a little bit, but like, uh, can you sing huh? better than her? Can what? Can you sing better than her? about the same <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing about uh goes like quincy jones didn't play every instrument mm-hmm. or uh, make every beat on thriller like he's a producer he got he orchestrated he got the people yeah. who could do it drake yeah. drake puts together really good songs so okay like, yeah. i'm not okay on that. but, but that's that's like, yeah. it's oversaturated now there's more we have more access to artists than we ever did before mm-hmm. so it just seems like it's whacker but it's not it's, it's not because it's not no, these no, guys are, not. Going, are going like next week if you notice i was i was i'm not i'm not talking about this whole you know trap thing the real trap because i'm sick and tired of people calling dubstep trap there's not trap <laughs> dubstep is dubstep. but uh, like and me and me and this guy had a discussion about trap the the uh the original the the origins of trap music that I will get into later, um. But um, it's all saying, uh, huh? electric drum music. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what the point was, but no, it's no, but, not. But <laughs> my, my point was, I, I, I was knocking, I was, I was, I was blasting future, like you know, back back when his uh his uh album came out before the one he did with Drake. I was blasting that. I was like, oh, this is new. Like it was new. I've never heard it before. 
So I was like, oh, this is dope. This is killing. So I'm playing that whole album. And then now Young Thug comes out sounding like him. Uh, all what? these, all these other rappers. Don't sound like him. I mean, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but I mean, that's going to yeah. happen to anybody that has some kind of success. Look at T Pain. We have that's... a whole slew of auto tune motherfuckers just because of T Pain, and then T Pain took it from <laughs> yeah, T Pain took it from the no. guy before him, and so on and so forth. But so that that's what I'm saying. So to 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 your uh, rebuttal, Sir John Lee, you're saying back in the day we there was uh, all black rappers have always been around. Well, my complaint is. When now they took uh, more to the forefront than they've ever been before. Yeah, they're more to the forefront than they have been before. They've always been around, and I'm not saying they were bad. They were just good for where they were at. Like I enjoyed um, MC Hammer being in the background behind, you know, the the great MCs. Even though MC Hammer was great, he was knocking. Actually, MC Hammer ran that era. <laughs> like he yeah, was he at did. the front when he was at. Uh, he was. He was like when you said rap, you said MC Hammer. Yeah. He was that man had a cartoon yeah. called Hammer Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To, but I mean, I mean, to to yeah, he did, he did to an extent in popular culture. But I'm talking about yeah. hip hop, like when people, yeah, yeah. It, it, I guess it was one of those Hogan things where yeah. he had really when good you say wrestlers, wrestling, you Hogan, say Hogan, Hogan. Yeah, it was yeah. like Hulk Hogan. But to me, I want, I want, I want the indie era back. Like you know, I want. um I want your Demolinkos and Eddie Grohls up front in the foremost, El Genericos and, you know, Adrian Neville's up front. So with these rappers, you're naming Kendrick. He's killing it. He's up in the forefront. But I want J. Cole to get more radio play. I mean, he does get more radio plays, but I want Bogic to get more in the circuit. I want... Well, but um, radio don't really mean nothing anymore, though. It don't, especially with Spotify and stuff like that but i know man. i mean it's, it's just the time that we live in now dog like, like right now all three of us can put a song together you can make the beat you can sing the <laughs> hook i can lay down the uh, the court the um no the vocal the you know the lyrics and shit and we can upload that shit to soundcloud and just boom there it is for everybody i mean back then it was yeah. a little bit harder than that that's why you had a preponderance of people selling drugs <laughs> shooting motherfuckers yeah. so they can make money to buy studio equipment buy studio time and all kind of junk like that yeah. now they can just go to freaking Walmart and buy iTunes gift card and make music <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> that is true I mean but, but okay. like to me I think what it was like Tupac said told Biggie like you could be the broke rapper or you could be the rich rappers and he was telling Big to make more commercial songs and stuff. So I mean, like they ultimately they have to please fans. They got to make money. So I think it uh, boils down to that as far as why you hear a lot of cookie cutter stuff. Yeah, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah it is a lot of cookie cutter stuff. But that goes back to me how we got on this argument. Me saying the industry is trying to. Um, Take away the artistry of. Um, I, I don't blame the industry. I blame the fans. Yeah. I, no, no. I blame the industry. I blame the marketing. You can't blame the fans because they only they only uh, take in what they see in front of them, what they get no, in front but, of them. It's all influence. I mean, look, look at designer. I like designer, but he. I like designer he too. His, he did his joint on SoundCloud. No marketing. He just used his friends to push that song, and it got over. Mm-hmm. Like record oh, okay. labels, okay. <laughs> record. 
Yeah, but before he got to Kanye, he had to get that song on the Billboard charts. And, like, record labels don't really have that power anymore. The music industry is really bad, in a bad place right now. That's what people don't remember. So, like, I can't really blame the industry. I I got to blame the consumer because they're picking what they want to listen to. Yeah, I mean, and and to go with that, I mean, it's just like, all right, if I'm a record label, I'm monitoring the trends. I'm on the SoundCloud scene with popular. I'm on iTunes or wherever they post their music at. And I'm like, all right, this got over a million likes or downloads or whatever. I'm going to pick this guy up real quick. Make his his most popular single a thing. Put out a video. Yeah. Because now you can't even get a record deal if you don't got a million views on YouTube. You don't got a strong following already. Because they're not trying to market you. They're trying to like all right, we got this. Let's buy it, and uh, yeah. let's put more promotion. I mean, it. Like, so look, it's, I mean, I don't a, know. Yeah, and I mean, in another vein, I mean, it's almost like that with everything now. If you try to start a company or whatever, I mean, more than likely, your ultimate goal nowadays is to get bought out by a bigger company. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I mean, sure. look, freaking dude made a game called Flappy Bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he he made so much money off of that game that he just decided to quit. He's like, I don't want to deal with this shit no more. And sold it to Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Dre had a deal with Monster, and they made Beats by Dre. It got so popular that Apple's like, Hey, man, two billion dollars right now. I buy that off you. He was like, Okay. <laughs> I mean, who, who can say no to that? I mean, a lot of people is making things with the intent of getting bought out by a major. <clears throat> industry or whatever i mean they ain't putting a a lot of heart and a lot of soul to it they just monitoring the trends seeing what's popular and doing that instead of being themselves being original and putting out something they love you know they're just putting out whatever works whatever makes them the money the fastest you know okay i have a i have a question for you guys um can you tell the difference between we're taking it back to wrestling can you tell the difference between a wrestler that is there just to be famous? Or can you tell the difference between the wrestler that is there because he loves wrestling? Like, is there a way to tell the difference between the two? Kind of. I mean, at the same time, though, all of them are there because of wrestling. You know? I mean, obviously, there's like your your Braun Strowman (laughs) or whatever the hell. (laughs) Wait, wait, really? (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, I see what I said. Aha, I see what you did there. Uh, man, I missed that one. I missed that one. Y'all going to catch me up. Because my, my, my old lady just walked in. So, so oh, oh. no, what I said, I tried to make a point and sound all intelligent and shit. And I was just like, well, they're all there because of wrestling. He's like, no, nah, really? <laughs> Wait, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm just teasing. I mean, just but teasing. at some point, somebody just looked at it and was just like, "I could do this," and you can see that, like, all right, Braun Strowman, weightlifter, or whatever the hell he was doing before this, somebody came, whispered something in his ear, "I could do that." Boom! Now he's a wrestler. Oh, and where then you got your guys like Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> who wrestled pretty much their whole freaking. School career, middle school, high school, college, and everything like that. Now they are professional wrestlers and stuff like that. So I mean, and then you got people that's you know they get out there, they do wrestling because I mean they don't know nothing else. 
like Randy Orton, he comes from a wrestling family. Uh, freaking yeah. El Bocho Del Rio, he comes from a wrestling family. Paige, he comes from a wrestling family. So, I mean, some of them think they're entitled to that lifestyle and that's, you know, that's all they've been around. So that's all they gravitate toward. And then with those guys like Alberto Del Rio, Randy Orton and Paige, you can tell when they're into their work and you can tell when they're not into their work. Cause Paige, if you can tell, and it's been noted on other podcasts, if she knows she's going to lose, she don't perform as well as she would if she knew she was going to win. I don't know if y'all can key in on stuff like that. Alberto Del Rio, he'll make you look shitty if he know he's not going over. Look at Callisto. Look at Rey Mysterio when he had matches with them guys and other people. He put out a shitty product to make them look bad just because he's not going over. But when he on top, when he came back the night to beat John Cena for that United States Championship, he was on his A game. He was performing and all kind of junk like that. But if it's nothing to benefit him, there's people like that to where they'll put on a, a shitty match just because they're not going over. Okay. Um, well, with oh. that, with that, uh, being said, Sergeant, Sergeant Lee, I want, I want to ask you this question. When you're in the WWE, you've made it. You worked hard. You got there, right? You're in that workhorse. You've been in that workhorse, workhorse mid card for about two or three years. Probably your Adrian Neville's, your, um, Dolph uh, Bo Dallas. <laughs> Your um um uh Heath Slaters, your Zack Ryder's, your Miz's, all those. Can you tell the difference in there between people who are sick of being there and people who are just floating along and just like, you know what, I'm getting a paycheck, it's fine. I don't need the WWE title. I don't need the main card. I could just do this for the rest Yeah, of the I mean I could kinda, but you got also you got guys mm-hmm. like Miz who's like supposed to be there just because he wants to be famous but has way more passion than all those guys yeah like uh Dolph I don't know I think he's lost his inspiration Neville really loves wrestling but he's a super nice guy without a you know uh that bone to be like no this is bullshit I'm not doing this uh Daniel Bryan's a really nice guy but he'll fight but he'll ultimately do what his boss says and he's there like because he really loves it yeah. Um, but there's a lot of floaters. Like I don't, I can't say Bo because I haven't really peeped him a lot. He seems like he's happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, he's another one of those guys. His brother's a wrestler. His father was a wrestler. His grandfather yeah. was a wrestler. So I mean, and, a lot of those people hold on to it because I mean, it's all they know. It's just like somebody in the military, like this guy. I've been, I was in the military for 16 years. And, you know, when it was time to decide if I wanted to retire or whatever the hell it was, I was scared because this was the only one thing that I've done for 16 years of my life. And I didn't know what else I could do with myself, you know. So, I mean, there's a lot of people like that that's just stuck around and they don't know what to do after wrestling. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. No, yeah, that is interesting. So to take it to the industry, music industry standpoint, this is, um, I mean, to take it. To, to tie our argument with the music industry and the WWE. Um, do you guys, how do you guys feel in relation to how, you know, the music industry pumps out what they think is popular, what they like, even though it's out of touch? And they even do it in movies, to be honest. That's how they ruined, to me, Batman v Superman. I heard it was a very, very good product. And the studio saw it, gave it a standing ovation, and they were like, this is so good. 
let's go Justice League. Let's put this in. Let's put that in, which ultimately ruined the movie. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, um, the mu I hear the music industry tends to do that as far as saturating and trying to um, trying to force its uh, taste on the general public. And um, to to with all those points saying with the WWE, do you guys feel they're doing that on on purpose? by accident or you think they're just completely uh doing the complete opposite of the music industry as far as um uh, trying right. to actually put out a good product they're trying to put out what they think That's people like instead of what they like what do you guys what do you guys take on that i say the music industry used to do that like early late 2000s like all the way up to like 2010 but now it's like the wild wild west but uh yeah. like that like when 50 Cent and them was coming up, they would always, like, try to get another 50 Cent or, like, okay, another, yeah. Uh, yeah, another Kanye. But now it's it's too easy to get famous on YouTube and SoundCloud for them to even have that much control. And plus, like, personally, I don't really, I don't know. I don't really look at the industry as a negative. I have a lot of, uh, you know, friends that's in it, and they, they're very negative about it, but they're all, like, you know, they're depressed and sad. And I'm like, uh, I mean, like they had, like somebody hurt them in the industry. So mm -hmm. I can't really well, say anything about that. WWE, I think they're starting to come out of that mindset of spoon feeding, like shoving down your throat. Like, yeah, what they Roman think. Is and, yeah. yeah, like Roman Reigns. It's, it seems like they're kind of done with the Roman Reigns project. I think that was the last run for that. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't think they're they were done by choice. I think they had to be done because yeah, they the, they had to be. <laughs> yeah, uh, were you? Yeah, go ahead, uh, Rambling. So I see you want to say something. I don't know. Um, like with that music thing or whatever, it's definitely it's definitely got to be something that you want to do. Like what I mean by that is like you you have to want to be signed by a major label, and with how it is now, I mean. How can you be surprised when that label pick you up and they want to do all these different things? They are a company. They are a freaking exactly. yeah. corporation mm -hmm. that's built to make money. So what you think is going to happen when you get absorbed into that corporation? They're going to try to maximize their revenue off of you. All right. We'll pay you a hundred thousand dollars signing bonus. We'll give you this much for X amount of albums, like what, $5 million, just to throw numbers out there. They mm -hmm. want to make that 5 million back and that 100,000 back plus some. So you're in the machine now. You're, you're a cog in that freaking wheel. You're a goddamn, hey, we done that. We looked at the analytics. We did some studies. We got this focus group over here. They say this works. You have that type of sound. So you, we need you to do this to make it work so we can make our money back off of you. You signed a contract, mm, motherfucker. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to want something like that. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah. Look at what we're doing right now. This is, I pay my freaking upload fee to my server every month. I bought my own equipment. I'm doing this independently. I mean, I have nobody tell me how to organize my show or whatever it is. It's random. I do what the hell I want. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the producer I, to tell me what to do. Yeah, so <laughs> if I was to get absorbed into one of these uh networks or whatever, freaking iHeartRadio, goddamn Sirius XM, uh, Spotify, Spotify, anything like that, I'm gonna be controlled by my sponsors because I'm gonna have to plug their stuff. Which I mean, if I had some viable sponsors, I would plug the shit out of them. Walmart, yeah. pick it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Trojan coming to a store near you. <laughs> <laughs> Trojan condoms stage strapped. I'm just kidding. Go yeah. ahead. And then you have, I mean, whoever I'm working for, I have to bend to their will. I mean, if they be like, hey, just like I said, hey, we looked at the analytics, people like this, throw this in your show. And I'm like, nah, I don't really want to do it. Hey, motherfucker, you see this contract right here? <laughs> you yeah, are obligated to do this. <laughs> Yeah, you, down in the music industry, they got this thing called the 360 deal. So they really own you like all the way around. They own merchandising, you, like, your name. Every that. time you do a tour or anything. Like, yeah, I mean, it's I good. mean, and I and I can't sit here and hate and be mad at it because at the end of the day, it's business. Yeah, yeah, it is business. And those are necessities. You need those things. You know, it's like and, it's like a, then you got Chance the Rapper who's not signed to a major at all. It's killing like. It's, so, it's, was, it's wild, wild so why <laughs> right did this now. last album kind of suck, though? Really? Well, I didn't. Oh, I let y'all fight that out. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't even argue that because I didn't listen to it all the way through. I okay, I did. I did. I did. I like. I like a uh, problem, and I like mixtape. Yeah, I, I did like that problem joint. Yeah, problem. You know, no problem. Those the first song is it's 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 good, but the the album overall it sounds so. Uh, like and, modern, and, see, and, that, and like, that's another thing, though. I mean, when you got somebody that's independent and they're used to doing things their own way, I mean, you gotta go with it. I mean, because they're trying new things, they're trying different ways to express themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I mean, you, every album ain't gonna be a banger. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know, but I, I didn't, I didn't go into this expecting a banger. I, I went into this expecting something different, like to pimp a butterfly. Uh, no one expected. Oh, no, he's, he's not that type of rapper. He. He has that type of content, but production-wise, he stays like kind of on the the pulse of what's going on. No, yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm 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 uh, I'm I'm bringing up the Pimp a Butterfly like this. Kendrick Lamar, he went from a storytelling album to a jazz album. Like it was basically jazz and funk and and fusion. And so I was expecting listening to Chance and hearing uh, his other stuff. I was expecting more of a gospel. Which I got with Problem. Uh, Problem was a gospel sort of, you know, song with gospel chords, mm-hmm. choir singing and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. but just a, a fusion of that. And I did get a couple gospel songs, but the rest sounded just like straight trap. Like he has features with young, with young thug, Lil Yachty, people who he's like light see, years ahead of who he doesn't need. And see, that's, a, that's the thing though. When you're independent, you need those people that are sponsored by major labels or whatever. Young Thug and all those other guys, they got major. I don't care. Young Thug is tight. I like his melodies. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they got. I like his melodies. They got got major league backing. So, I mean, obviously when you bring somebody in like that, I mean, you're going to have to twist and bend some things to try to make it work. Because, I mean, you get your divas that come in there and be like, uh, give me, I want a bag of M&Ms and take all the green ones out and all kind of shit like that. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I, to me, Chance the Rapper's, uh, Chance the Rapper's album was like a heel turn, 
but like a, a bad heel, like a bad heel turn. Not like a Hogan goes NWO heel turn. It was more like a Hogan goes, uh, what was that? The Dungeon of Doom. Oh. <laughs> no, it was, it was oh. that type of heel turn. Like it wasn't that good hey, to me. Have you heard Acid Rap and, and Ten Day? Yeah, those were great. Yeah. Like, great, it's very, but he's, you gotta think again, the inspiration for those albums. He was on movies. All kind of drugs, drinking and stuff. Uh, like, true. and this one he's sobered up. So I'm gonna need him I'm to lose saying. his smile again. <laughs> I'm gonna need him to lose his smile. It's, it's the Shawn Michaels effect. It's the Shawn Michaels effect. That's all it is. I'm gonna need him to lose his smile. Yeah. That wasn't that good. I mean, it was. It was. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's just. It, it's not chance. That's like. That's like Kendrick coming out now, and it sounds just like. Uh, uh, what a time to be alive! All the songs on there sound like "What a time to be alive." Yep. Uh, the the Drake and Future album. The Drake and Future. I hadn't even heard that album. I hadn't even heard that either. Was, just other that. than what was played mainstream, but I never sat down and listened to the whole thing. Wait, which one? The What a time to be alive. Oh yeah, I liked it. It was pretty good. I and like I, I mean, I have a bunch of those songs in my rap playlist. I I like that album, but I don't know. You know, F- Future just it, ain't my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I mean, I like him. He, now, now, yeah, I like. <laughs> I thought designer I, I was get, future. <laughs> uh, I might get killed for this, but I like designer more than I like future. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> to be honest, future future was good because it was something new. Designer, he is giving. To be honest, he's giving those like African melody roots in his songs, which I kind of like. Well, He's that, good for hooks. Well, with that damn uh, Panda song or whatever, I remember when it first came out, when I first heard it, I was just like, <laughs> this shit is garbage. And then uh, <laughs> I was like, I couldn't understand what the hell he was saying. But um, like I was telling dude Zyme on the last podcast, me and him did together, um, he put out a video on Facebook and he basically broke down the lyrics to what he was saying. Oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. And I, I, it was pretty dope once I knew what the hell he was saying. Yeah. Because yeah, he had true. his chorus. And then... And then the patterns. And yeah, the, the, the lyrics to follow the chorus played off yeah. of, you know, played off of his uh, chorus and everything. No, I mean, Panda, it was straight, but I didn't... I didn't he, he, um, he really got me sold on the Timmy Turner one on the Freshman Freestyle. I mean, he's like, Zuma Zuma, Timmy Turner. We'll be wishing for a bun. Anyway, why you want it? Man, that don't even sound cool. I don't know what you're talking about. No, that's so hard, bro. That is so hard. I don't know. But, I mean, I like fairly odd parents, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's hard, but... I mean, but I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm picking and choosing. Like, I like to see I like to see artists be, try to be different. What? All right, now here's the thing about designer. Look who signed him. Pusha T signed him. One of the most illest lyricists ever. That's true. But see, so, I mean, he, I mean, he runs a company though. That's you right. True. He runs a you company. Right. He he got. He's looking at the analytics. <laughs> he's seeing yeah. what people likes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I mean, I just ah, at the same time though, like. To to me, I I I'm not saying these new freshmen coming out are weak because they're not lyrical. I'm saying they're weak because they're not artists. They're not being oh, artists. Now on the freshman cover, there's a lot of weak people. Yeah, there. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Desi- the fact Desi- that designers Desi- are standout. 
What, what, I mean, what, what, designer what, Anderson what, Pack and Lil Dicky are the yeah, only. Yeah, yeah, Lil Dicky. Yeah. Oh, oh Davies, you got to throw Davies on there. Yeah. He's you got bars. I rock with. I, oh. I rock with that. Uh, was was his name? Lil Dicky. He he cool. Dickie. I like him. That's yeah. I like. I love Lil Dicky. But <laughs> there's a there's a lot of people out here like, oh, Lil Dicky, he's trying to do black exploitation. Uh, nah. He's trying to exploit. I'm like, come on, man. Let let the man. Have, he's not even trying to but, come in here. But look at like, the. Look at all the other black artists on the, on the, on the exactly. Like, come exactly. on, like, they're more, they're way more blackface right now than. Uh, oh shit! Look at oh, Travis oh. Scott. He making goddamn. <laughs> you seen his latest video? No, no I, I didn't. I watched it earlier no. today. I forgot the name of it or whatever. He got like little action figures walking through a city and all kind of shit. He's singing and all kind of crap like that. And I'm like, okay, this is rap. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what we're doing now, guys. This, this, is, okay. this is what we're doing. You can have some auto tone on there, so I guess that's the norm. <laughs> wow. Well, whatever, man. But, to each his own. I mean, I like what I yeah. like. I don't, I'm not bound by rap. I mean, I listen to country and all kind of stuff. I don't listen to all country. <laughs> I might listen to the commercial stuff, but you yeah. know. I mean, I, and and I'm a I'm a huge music lover, and to me, my my uh, number one. What used to be my number one favorite uh, genre was this sub rock genre called post hardcore, where it was it, it it's it's rock. It's like well, it's, a, just, it's a it's a it's a mixture of screaming. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a it's a mixture of punk. It's a mixture of um, metal, and it's a mixture of. A lot of people are starting to incorporate dubstep in there, it's, but it's like the, for it's little the Dolph stuff. Ziggler of music. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. It's 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 it. The, the music, the the style of music. It's like it's 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 a perfectly like if you were to listen to one song, it it how people make music in that genre is how music is constructed, just in a very simple format. You have your intro, mm-hmm. you have your you come in with the chorus, you have your verse. You have your second chorus. You have your build up. You have your breakdown. Then you have your last chorus, and then you finish it. That's how all that music is, and it and it breaks it. And it listening to that music helped me with my ear to hearing everything else, whether it be country, whether it be regular rock, or be hip hop, mm-hmm. or whatever. I will hear that pattern, but that came yeah. out in this type of music because um, all that stuff is so exaggerated. Like the yeah. drastic changes in that music, they'll go from one tempo and they'll switch yeah. up the tempo to like a happy. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was just, it was crazy. And um, yeah, I brother, remember he, you first put me uh, on to that. I remember yeah. you first put us on to that. We was like, "What the hell are they saying? They're screaming!" <laughs> and then we figured out they're actually saying something. It's like, "Oh, that's yeah, hard. Yeah, oh." Yeah, that's pretty dope. And then my brother is in a band like that, and he is killing in the Anaheim area. If you go to Anaheim and you say, "Yo," uh, if you if you go to Anaheim and be like, "Yo," the difference, everybody will know who the difference is because he just completely took that area over. Like he runs Anaheim, Sweet. even though we're in LA. But yeah, it's but anyway, just I and I I, so I come from a musical family. I'm not a musician. I'm more I'm a filmmaker by the way. So you shoot so the videos. That's Huh? So you shoot the videos. Yeah, I shoot the videos. That's why I'm so passionate about Batman v Superman. <laughs> well, Batman versus Superman has nothing to do with music. <laughs> I know. Oh, that, that, that sound, that score was Ooh, pretty dope. Yeah, and Wonder Woman's score was pretty good. I oh, love yeah. her, uh, I love her, uh, song that when she comes in, that song, yeah. that, uh, her intro thing. Oh, yeah. That's, that's 
It's pretty dope. Killing. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, back to wrestling. You know what? This is so random. Like how a rapper exactly. slash producer <laughs> and then a filmmaker. <laughs> hey man, that's how it's that's designed, crazy. dog. We that's not, random. We, we have no set format, so it's, we can go all <laughs> over the all over the map. All over the map. Okay, so let's let's break this tie. Let's let's. So this could okay, be our last let segment let before we get off. Let, let me get my stretch real quick. <laughs> Warm up your vocals. Uh, you, uh, uh, la 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 la. All right. You smell what the rock is cooking. You guys ready? All right. I hope you, I gave you guys ahead of time, so I hope you guys did your homework. You did because I didn't get shit. I, I, tweeted, I, I tweeted it to you. you I did? tweeted it to you, man. Oh, I, you did. Wait, hold wait, on. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, it's too late it, now. It, Fuck it. It. All right, it's too late now. I'm about to tell you guys right now. Freestyle, right. baby, off the top of the dome. <laughs> best debut. Who had the best debut? Me of, of <laughs> all time. Oh, of just, all, you talking about? We're going to preface this like we did last time. Is it right now? Right now or all time? All time. All time. Oh, man. That turkey <laughs> that came out that egg. That <laughs> the gobbly gooper. The gooper. The gobbly gooper. Nah. <laughs> the gobbly gooper, whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Right in fact, that was supposed to be the Undertaker's. What? Yeah. It was and supposed to come out of the egg? Yeah. But oh, then they sweet. scrapped it last minute. That's the worst. Oh, I'm glad they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, because he would have been tarnished forever. Oh, I got mine. Shockmaster. Oh, yeah, Shockmaster. Oh, man. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> they said, oh, by the way, the story behind that, they said at the last minute, uh, he was doing his practicing busting through the wall at the last minute. Uh, so not not to not to mess with him or anything, but someone in they put a, that beam a at the bottom. prop building put the uh, put the two by four at the bottom. Yeah, that, to make sure the wall like holds up, and so that's what he tripped off of the two by four that they put at the bottom. Yeah, y'all know that he had people doing the voiceovers for him too. Like it was Arn Anderson doing the voice, doing the voice in the background. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's some like <laughs> original Star Wars. You know, like like James, Earl, James Earl Jones doing the Darth Vader voice and shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. that was retarded. And why would you take a stormtrooper helmet yeah, I, and put glitter on? That was a horrible idea. Well, they was trying to shock you, my friend. He's the shock master. <laughs> I was, I was all right. All right, I still don't have my damn debut. Fuck. Uh, I'm trying to, yeah, I was trying to stall for you guys, man. Okay. I, I think I got one. I think I do. I, I got one. I mean, I, I mean, I can name off some of my favorite uh, if you guys want me to no, stall no, no, a little no, longer. No, no, you good. No, no, no. We, and, we got it. And you know what? Guess what? It's my show, motherfucker. So you go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. Hey, All that's right. only fair. That's only fair. Okay. Mine is probably the one of the greatest and most memorable debuts of all time. Not only because the way he debuted, but who he debuted feeding up. Minds, I have to go with Kane. Ooh. Ooh he ripped the fence off and everything. It's gotta, gotta go be Kane. It's gotta be Kane. I mean, first of all, that. Um, <laughs> Vince McMahon crazy. Vince McMahon put <laughs> yeah. them over the man himself, it's gotta be Kane. It's gotta be Kane. Then, my man had the red lights. You know how I am about the lighting. The whole aesthetic. 
red lighting Paul Bear with the red dyed hair. Who who came back by the way? Because wasn't he missing for like a, yeah. a minute? Yeah, and then the whole, and then not only that, the whole story building up to that, where Paul Bear was like, "I'm gonna tell him about your brother if you don't mm-hmm. do this and that," and the whole, and it, it just had me intrigued. In 1997, like that whole year, I was like, "Whoa, the Undertaker has a little brother. That's yeah. scary." Yeah, so, I wonder what he's gonna look like. <laughs> exactly, I can remember. At, yeah, and then so at Bad Blood, Undertaker's. Kicking Shawn Michaels' butt, which is oh, possibly, which which was one of the greatest matches. Like I think in the very first sales in the sale. Yeah, it's one of the top twenty greatest matches of all time. Sweet. In the very first hell in the cell, that is crazy. So Undertaker's bloodying Shawn Michaels, he's beating him to a bloody pole. He throws him off the. He doesn't. I'm not off the top. He kind of kicks his hand off from holding on, and he goes through a table. All these really good spots. Mm-hmm. And Undertaker's winning. He's about to win. Out of nowhere, lights go out. Boom! Big explosion, flames, uh-huh. and then all you hear is the whole music thing. And then screaming. Everybody's screaming. Paul Bear is coming up with that sinister look. Oh, that's so bad, Undertaker. Pretty much, that's gotta be Kane. That's gotta be Kane. And my man rips the the door off of the steel cage, and then walks in the ring, jumps over the top rope, like not jump, but like you know how he bends the the big guy. And then he looks face to face at his big brother, who is smaller than him. (laughs) He's down actually to his big brother, and Undertaker is like. Oh, bro, where you been? Where you been? And then Kane does his the first ever raise the arms and drop the pyro. The pyro was a little late, but it still worked out. It was. He he, did it quick. He did it mad quick, though. He was (laughs) and then that pyro hit. Like he was with the tiny pyro, but they got it together years later. He tombstone the Undertaker. Yeah, (laughs) his first showing was tombstoning the Undertaker and costing him. It, the what the world title against Shawn Michaels. Mm. I mean that for me that's like the build up and everything towards that's probably the best. You can't make him like that. Yeah, debuts yeah. of all time. No man, you 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 sold the shit out of that. I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting, you have to. I mean, you see my camera though. I was sitting there like it was story time and shit. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I said, did this really happen? <laughs> <laughs> I got the network. I paid my nine ninety nine. Let me go check this out. (laughs) I canceled my subscription after SummerSlam, so I'm not watching. (laughs) I can't watch it. Uh, Quick, quick secret. I mean, it was not a secret. I mean, if you canceled, I mean, even though you've been a customer before, if you sign up again, you still get that free month. (laughs) Huh? Yep. So you can just Just put put that put that in your tool bag and save it for later. Huh. I might do that then. Just uh uh anyway, go ahead. You're uh Man, mine's not that extensive. I mean It's good <laughs> for me because we're gonna have to paint it. Back when they had the real true two brands, WCW and freaking uh WWEF Elemental P, all them shits. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch them both on Monday mm-hmm. nights. What I would do is I would get a cassette tape 
but not a cassette tape, a VHS tape. And I will watch the first hour of freaking what Nitro came on first, I think. And then mm-hmm. when that hour was up, I would put a VCR tape in and I would record Monday Night Raw so I can finish watching WCW. And as soon as WCW was over, I would freaking rewind that tape and I would watch Monday Night Raw the same night. And I would go to school the next morning and be drowsy as hell because I stayed up most of the night watching motherfucking wrestling. But watching both shows, you know. But what I remember from WCW, what had me more on that side of the fence than WWF E Elemental P was <laughs> the Cruiserweights. And I, mm. would, I would enjoy the shit out of the matches. I uh, think I know where you're getting at yeah. with this one. Go ahead, though. This, I think this is one of my favorite debuts, but go ahead, go ahead. I might throw a swerve in on you. It might throw you off a little bit. <laughs> but they have, All right, uh, okay. That's... I mean, it's a great, it's a great yeah. debut. If we're both on the same wavelength, though. It, it is a great. Go ahead, though. Go but ahead. Was, they had freaking psychosis, Juventus Guerrero, goddamn oh, La Parka. I even like La Parka. Super crazy. All those the guys chairman. over there. The chairman of WCW. Night, night, baby. Yeah, baby's coming up in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean. I can just remember Dean Malenko, all those guys. I can remember watching all those dudes do all this amazing stuff, all the Halloween Havoc matches they did. I mean, just crazy, crazy, crazy stuff, man. And um, they had this one dude that I always keep my eye on. He was just like, out of all of them, I mean, he was a cruiserweight, but... But he can hang with the big ones, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. they did, they really kind of dropped the ball with him or whatever, but... um. When he had his time, he had his time, and he would freaking shine. And I can just remember some of the yeah. stuff he was saying, and I would just listen to this dude. I was like, no, but he was killing the ECW too, though. You have to yeah, for a little bit. And yeah, I, and I was just like, wow, this dude is funny as fuck. He can wrestle. <coughs> you yeah, know? and um, <laughs> it was just great. I was just like enjoy watching him over there. Uh-huh. And um, one day he was gone, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And then. I'm watching Raw, and they start showing these little clips and vignettes, and they had like this countdown clock. The countdown, yup. I remember that. And just, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it wasn't just me, because I mean, I, you know, obviously being a wrestling fan, you can probably attest to this too, that mm-hmm. you hang around with other wrestling fans. Or some yeah. people that know some little semblance about wrestling. And I can go to school and be like, dog, what you think that clock is, man? And he was like, I don't know, dog. It's like, I mean, I mean, we was just like, we had no clue who it could be or what it could be. I mean, we knew it was around the year 2000 or whatever, right? Y2K and all this other crazy shit going on. We thought the WWE was going to blow up because we were so scared of what the year 2000 helped <laughs> us. They told us, compu- yeah, yeah. they told us blackouts was going to happen. Computers was going to reset because they wasn't made to go beyond the past the year 2000. <laughs> we thought planes was going to fall out the sky. We thought all kind of crazy stuff. Sidebar, I'm not going to lie to you. I fed into that shit as a kid. I thought mm. I was going to die at midnight on freaking uh, December 31st going into January 1st of 2000. I was in somebody's church praying that the world would blow up lie. and the clocks wouldn't was, stop. I'm not going to lie. I was knocked out at like 8 o'clock. <laughs> See? I was just knocked out, bro. It Your was not even what? worth it. Yeah, so you, there was you didn't want to be awake. Trees, like, stocking up and stuff. Like, <laughs> Like ready to run to the woods, but yeah, yeah, you didn't want to wake up. <laughs> you just like I would just go to sleep and hope I wake up tomorrow and the world is still there. <laughs> wake up in The Walking Dead, like oh, 
how long has it been? <laughs> the house is all barred up. But go ahead, go ahead. So, man, we just racking our brains, man. Because, I mean, there was no internet. So, it was all pure hype and speculation about what this countdown clock could be. And just that one night, it, clicked, it finally clicked down to zero. And out. But wait, but... No, wait, but against who though? Yeah, That's... You, you're ruining my story, dog. <laughs> this is my build up. You should give me. We need to get another judge here. I, I think we need to get another judge. You should, you should give me. That's the best part. You should give That's me. That's the best part. You should give me points for that. <laughs> no, but you the, do get points. You do get points. I just got excited. I'm sorry. But the the clock was ticking down. It was almost to zero, and the Rock was in the ring, being a Rock, just talking all kinds of <laughs> mad cash shit, just. You smell ra- raising eyebrows, smacking candy asses, <laughs> eating poontang pie, and la 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 la, and all kind of stuff like that. Then this thing hit zero. Fucking lights go out, big ass explosion, and this dude is there with his back turned to me, and he got this freaking ponytail on the top of his head, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Then he turned around, and it's motherfucking Chris Jericho. And I'm like, oh! Oh, this is a dude, man. He's doing all the, he, he, he doing all the flippy dudes and shit. <laughs> the freaking lion tamer. I, I swear, dog. As a kid, playing wrestling with my friends and my relatives and everything, the lion tamer was my number one move to go to because it looked so damn crazy. You had your head, your knee on the back of somebody's head while you arcing <laughs> their back as far as it can go. They looking like a parenthesis when you're bending them and shit. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's that dude. But at the same time, I was like, hey, man, this dude is pretty funny. He's pretty good. But this is The Rock. The right. Rock is about to eat this dude alive. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, shit, I got to see how The Rock tear this dude apart. He's going to eat him alive. And Jericho held his own. And I was just oh, yeah. like, this dude is made. He is the he is the leader of the mafia. He is the king of the castle. And I'm like, oh, and then he won the freaking undisputed title. I was like, this dude is my hero. To ah man, I'm just and, and okay, yeah, yeah uh-huh, and yeah. you can go ahead, you can come on in, tag. <laughs> I tagged you just man, now, bro. And it's not that he won the undisputed title. He beat out Triple H, Austin, and The Rock for the undisputed title. And uh, that. Yeah, and, and you had guys like Angle on the uh, exactly. roster at that time. Yeah. So, you, oh my so, you, so you mean so you mean to tell me that this one man, this one guy, in a company to where it was pretty much the land of giants, and he was freaking Jack at the bottom of the beanstalk, just looking up, and he was mm-hmm. just like, "I could do this." He climbed. He's the, he's the original punk. Yeah, he, <laughs> he climbed to the top of that beanstalk, and he looked the giant in the face. He's like, "Fuck your couch, I'm taking all this shit." <laughs> and he took the, he slapped the goose in the face. Some eggs fall out his ass, and he took all the gold and he left. Chris Jericho, pretty much the man, the myth, yeah. the guy that needs to retire right now because he stayed a little bit too long. <laughs> right. So, Sir John Lee. Why does the Chris Jericho engine suck? Oh, I can't him, even do that. You gonna make a poop on a man <laughs> like that? All right, I can't <laughs> even do that. That was like 
that was like my second pick right there. Yeah, that's the I only was, reason why I wasn't first because it was. When like, I said when I said, did you guys want me to name some of my favorites? I was gonna start off with that one and say, yo, Chris Jericho, his debut was dope. But all right. Jean- I mean, the only the only way I could put that down is, or, or, or you don't have to put it down. Just compare it to Kane and how it doesn't match up to Kane's. I mean, but, well, it doesn't match up to Kane simply because Kane came in with a full length storyline already set up, for like him, a which led ball. to a WrestleMania match, which led to him feuding with arguably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Which, I mean, he's gotten stale over the years, but anybody would do dark, that. like. Kane was the man when Undertaker. You know how Undertaker came. He was like no sell, no sell. When uh, around the time Kane was coming up, Undertaker was weak, and Kane had to remind the Undertaker, "Yo, we're not humans. Like, what are you doing? Stop mm. selling for these guys." And- oh, hey, uh, side note: Kane or the Undertaker, I have yet to see them go over the top rope and not land on their feet. Right. <laughs> just, just, right. Just a little side note. <laughs> I mean, darn, he beat up Vader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did that. Like, I, like, I just, you can't really compare it. Like, Jericho's is great, too. Like, but nobody's ever come in with that much set up already. Mm-hmm. Like he was already established before he came in, mm-hmm. pretty much. Like storyline for the company and all yeah. that. Jericho was established too because he's already a star. But this guy had a story, mm-hmm. like for like two years, right? Yeah, just mm-hmm. fine. it's like yeah, it's like if Sister Abigail would actually be a person and come in. Yeah, and then and then he debuted at Bad Blood, the very first Hell of a Cell, very historical moment. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker finally got a chance to duke it out because the, the previous pay-per-view ended with them just brawling. They didn't really get that match. Mm-hmm. So this is like their first real match too. So it, it was crazy. Uh, like I can't even talk down Jericho's. That was like one of my favorites too. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, ramblings? All right. Uh, Rebuttal? Yes. Just why? Why is Chris Jericho's better than you? Don't have to down Kane's entrance. Just why is Chris Jericho's better than Kane's? I don't know because, well, for me, it's just because I seen this guy essentially come from nothing to make his debut and become something. You know what I'm saying? All right, Kane had his built-in storylines and all kind of stuff like that, which was cool, but. Jericho came in. He went to one of the biggest dogs in the yard and was like, smack! Shut the hell up. <laughs> then he went up against two other of the biggest dogs in the yard. Smack, smack! And took the title. <laughs> Kane didn't do that till years later. <laughs> and whew, I mean, if you put them down on paper as far as the accolades, I believe uh, Jericho's side of the paper would be more full than Kane's side of the paper. You know what I'm saying? As far as Intercontinental <laughs> title reigns, tag team title reigns, world heavyweight title reigns, U.S. title reigns, uh, Roman reigns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did beat Roman. Yeah, yeah. And, and he talked about him all the time on his podcast. 
<laughs> um, Some security boots, though. The, those security boots, dog. <laughs> but that entrance when it went black in that arena and that clock clicked down zero and it was that brief moment of silence then that big explosion bow then break the walls down everybody was on their feet as soon as the lights went out they already knew what it was it was just like oh it's that dude it's about to go down he about to come out here and lay the verbal not, not to take away from the rock but he about to lay the verbal smack down on somebody candy ass and then he gonna put him in a lion tamer or with the walls of Jericho, yeah. which they renamed it to. Yeah. Cause WCW copyrights. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright WCW. But I mean, it was freaking great. And it was just because he wasn't this big monstrous dude. He was relatable. And he's like, he was small like me, a little guy making big impacts in a world of giants as we like to, I like to use that analogy. So that's why I think Jericho's Appearance, his entrance was more impactful than the one that he called the big red machine naming Kane. Mm-hmm. Ding, okay. ring the bell. <laughs> any any last thoughts before we uh finish this out? Uh Sir John Lee. Any any last arguments you want to make for like, Kane? We can't argue because we both I'm, like I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this is the most <laughs> interesting thing because they're like the total opposite of each other. Uh-huh. One's big, one's small. One talks a lot. One doesn't talk at all. Exactly. As far as debut, like, one's yeah. all mystical and magical. One's, like, realistic, but a punk rocker. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I, I just think this is a dope battle. I'm interested to see who wins. Just a fan perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Last words. Uh, they had to build Kane up for his appearance. I mean, nobody knew who he was before and except for, you know, the select few. Isaac Yankum. Shout out to Isaac Yankum. Fake Diesel. Fake Diesel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, they had to build this guy to be something. Jericho, he was seemingly, seemingly, seemingly I can't even say the words. He, he was pretty much a nobody or whatever. Seemingly. Seemingly. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. You got the word. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of words. He's, he's pretty much a nobody that they gave the opportunity to just shine. And he came there and he freaking kicked the door down. He picked the door up and smacked everybody in the room with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, he just did his thing and was rewarded just for it. So I don't know. I think he was the Dang. big pick. This is this is really really tough. This is really tough. Um, on on one hand, uh, Jericho is one of my favorites of all time, and I I forgot about Kane. Uh, dang, this this is really really hard. Um, with with Sir John Lee, yeah. To summarize, he came in with his. I mean, back with Kane, the Undertaker came out, and then they got they dropped Kane. And just kept it with Undertaker and used the backstory of Kane was his brother, so he took on the name. And then, you know, he just became his own person. And just uh the build up was just like, 
who is this guy? Who who is Kane? What's he gonna look like? Is he gonna dress just like the Undertaker? Is he gonna be a different variation of the Undertaker wearing the same getup but different or what? And they WWE knocked it out the park with his costume and his yeah, entrance. How he came in again mm-hmm. in a historic match. And it and this this is I'm just going off a point you guys said, and this isn't my personal opinion. What I experienced, this is I'm only bringing up guy, things you guys brought up. And Chris Jericho. All they did was put a, 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 sh- a damn clock on the wall. That's all they did. But, but the thing was, it's like, it's not that The Rock came in while the countdown was going. <laughs> Remember, the countdown interrupted The Rock. The Rock was in the middle of speaking, and all of a sudden, do, 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 do. and then The Rock's like, wait, what? what is going what on? Is he looks clip? up. And so you're like, what is this that's interrupting The Rock? And I was like, wait, we saw this countdown before. So what's going on? And so there was there was a buildup, so which calls for more uh, intrigue and more mystery. And so when the when the countdown hits zero, like okay, what's going to happen? Then the lights cut off. People are thinking, uh oh, are, are there going to be like a lot of people coming out and beating up the rock when the lights come back on, or like what's going on? What is this guy? <laughs> Who is this a guy? Or does this mean that you know Triple H is going to come out or Austin is going to come out? Like what's going to happen? We don't know what's going to happen. All of a sudden, this guy comes out with his hands stretched out. He turns around. It's Lionheart Chris Jericho. Now, I, that I think that's got to be the biggest jump ship since um, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Not not result, yeah. but as far as when you were watching WCW and you saw those guys as the outsiders come showing up. Just the shock and, value. Yeah. Just this pure shock value. And both both your arguments painted that picture so it it uh it's hard to decide i don't know i don't know i need to hear i need to hear more i need to hear more i'm sorry let me hear let me hear more well, on kane and let me hear more right, we're, we're like he was saying with the kane thing people knew it was kane they knew it was him because of the pre-made storyline hey this is his brother this is him so when you think about kane you're like all right we know he's done to take his brother we know he got jacked up in the fire or something, whatever they was talking about. And he is pissed. He's coming back to exact his vengeance upon the Undertaker or some crap like that, right? We knew that mm-hmm. for a fact, right? Mm-hmm. But with Jericho, all they did was put that daggone countdown clock up on the wall and they didn't say shit else. So that even left your mind to wonder even more, like, what could this be or who could this be? Is this a group? Yeah. Is it a single person? Is it a stable? I mean, what is it? Yeah. And then, and let's just think about this in another aspect of it. What if they would have, what if that clock down, that, 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 that damn clock would have went down to zero and Gilbert came out? <laughs> you know? That would have been hilarious. That would have been the biggest troll thing I ever. I mean, you here's know? the thing, like, but people know who Jericho was already and like, so when they saw it, Jericho, yeah, you're excited. But when Kane came, this is a whole new mm-hmm. character. Nobody knew he was the mystery, the mask. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, he has no established background, really. Mm-hmm. So, like mm-hmm. it's just something very, very new. Yeah. Versus Jericho, big star, established well, star. Well, at the same time, when you talk about, they seen him on WCW. All right, what if it was one of the security guards that was just on WCW TV? And he came out. They would have knew who he was because just because of the pure fact he was on TV. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, for them to see Jericho, this cruiserweight, this little bitty dude, pop up like that, and it's like, oh, snap, baby. It's him. He going to try to go up against The Rock, and then he get the best of The Rock. Then he get the best (laughs) of Triple H. Then he get the best of freaking Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Got the best of China too. Oh yeah, I bet he did. Oh, he did get the best of China, all right. He got the best body parts. And then I'm, who would have knew that? Other than you knew Kane was gonna have to be a badass or whatever. But just to see this little bitty dude come in and make that big of an impact was just crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just ah, make your mind hurt. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no. You're a hundred percent right. You are. He came in like a wrecking ball. He no, yeah, he did. He came in, and the aftermath. He made a with hindsight, like even within the year, he made a bigger splash than Kane. But Kane, <laughs> that one was world, world champion <laughs> in the first year. No, no, no. Against he interrupted against Stone Cold. No, 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 and. People forget that Shawn Michaels was in that match because of Kane's debut. True. Which is crazy. He came, no one has ever stood face to face with Taker um, since, what, Giant Gonzalez? (laughs) (laughs) Or, or, uh, or, uh, what's his name? Yokozuna? Yokozuna? Or whatever. And, and Taker beat both of those guys. Diesel, too. You got the Diesel. Oh, and Diesel? Yeah. Yeah. But Kane came in face to face and tombstone and laid him out. Ooh, but Chris Jericho came in against The Rock. If it would have just, all that stuff was great. If, if, um, if, let me think, if Al Snow was in that ring, <laughs> it wouldn't have been a big debut. No, no. If Lance Storm was in that ring, it wouldn't have been as no. big a debut. And but the fact says- that. Yeah, we could have huh? said the same thing about Kane, though. If it would have been anybody else but The Undertaker, it would have just been like, all right, big scary dude beating up this guy. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Yeah, you have anything to say about that, Sir John Lee? Uh, I mean, Cause I, about, I, about, that, who they de- who, about who they debuted against. Does that mean if you were to take, if you were to take out The Rock and Undertaker and put Dolph Ziggler in both of those or Roman Reigns in both of those, <laughs> who would have the bigger debut? I think, I think it would have been, um, as far as trajectory goes, I think it would have still remained the same for Chris Jericho. Uh, as, as far as Kane, he would have just Kane. You know what? He would I think, I think, I think it would have been the same for, no, because Jericho has more charisma on the mic. Yeah. I, I know I'm, I'm supposed to fight against him, but I'm like, Yes, no, come, come to comeback. the dark side. <laughs> it's, it's not about. It's, it's not about. I'm talking about the debut that night. But I'm talking no, about if, if it wasn't. A, both for, I believe for both of them, yeah. if it wasn't debuted against who it was debuted against, it wouldn't have meant as much. But who's because who's would have meant more? That's my who's question. Who's would have meant more? Huh? They both debuted against the Miz. Who's who's Jericho debut would have been talked about the next day? But Jericho, Jericho, because like I said, he he did so much with so little, and he became one of the top stars in a quick amount of time. Kane, he would have just been this big, scary dude. But he, that, he that was a top star. You can't even. Bro. He that would he would have been this big, scary dude that would have came in, squashed a couple jobbers, or whatever in the first couple of weeks. 
and you know eventually got at his brother maybe it would just happen later and it would have been as impactful as it was but with Jericho I mean he could have did everything that he'd done minus the rock in in place of the Miz and everything could have been exactly the same but with Kane I believe there would have been some build up they had to prove itself to be this big thing and beat up a couple people and all kind of junk like that. And then eventually make his way to the undertaker where Jericho, he just would have slingshot it right in and everything would have been the way it is now. You know what? I think Jericho would have probably stayed in the mid card long, a longer time. If he didn't debut against somebody like the right. Okay. I mean, I think he would have eventually been the, the guy, but I think he would have probably like, cause you got okay, people debut that all the time and end up, you know, right, let's let's take away let's take away trajectory now. Let's just stay in the moment in the debut. Who would have had the best debut against the Mick Carter? Like, forget about what what happens the next night. You just got through watching the debut against Bo Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Both guys debuted against Bo Dallas. Who I mean, had the, the one the, the badassery of the entrance alone for Kane, the costume and all that with the pyro. And the way he walks with his that neck tilt, I think Cades would have been a little more like, "Oh, what is this?" Like, "Oh," mm-hmm. but Jericho, but with Jericho though, that you can't forget his talking skills. He would have verbally smacked down the hell out of whoever's yeah. in his way. I mean, he looked just like and me, and like, is more relatable. Oh, but he's a monster. But then dang, he's sorry, a Charlie. monster. You almost had me, but then you talked up Jericho, right? Because I'm like totally out of this fight. I'm like really want to know who would win this. I don't know. I'm trying to have you guys convince me. <laughs> like, you know what? You got to think about we're, Kane's monstrosity. Like, people are were more amazed for big about big guys back then and at that time too. You got to remember that people like, whoa, this guy is huge. All right, yeah. since so, I can't decide. We'll leave it up to the fans. <laughs> okay. uh, let's make an Instagram post okay. about both people, pictures of their debuts, and say who had the better debut. <laughs> and then we'll take it to a vote. Huh? I said, yeah, we could do that. Well, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. All and right. we'll <laughs> say they could go to re- uh, a Random <laughs> Ramblings res- uh, wrestling podcast to hear the arguments for both to see who had the best debut. What, do you want to wait till uh, this is posted, or do you? Yeah, because I mean, like... this this will be up on Sunday. Oh, okay. but then yeah, let's wait till Sunday. We'll yeah. post it. We'll post it Monday. Yep. Okay. For, for right now, we the tag team champions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the tag team. No, champion. I'm the tag team so, champion. No, I'm <laughs> the tag team. Champion. <laughs> to let you to let you guys know, I was okay after after the first initial arguments. I was leaning towards Kane. And then in the rebuttals, I was leaning towards Chris Jericho. And then in the uh, last comments, I was leaning Jericho. But then uh, I wanted to hear more from Johnny because I don't think he put up more of a fight than you did, Ramblings. You were mostly <laughs> winning because you were like throwing haymakers. And Johnny was, wasn't even defending himself. He was just taking them on the chin. I mean, at the same time, it, that's kind of hard because, I mean, I agree with him and he agrees with me to some extent. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, but the thing, the thing that leveled it out was uh, when I gave Johnny that second chance, then he started fighting back. And then you started taking it a little Stop bit. Stop giving you know, them I mean, chances, were, motherfucker. You, 
So it's tough, man. It's tough. I'm going to I'm have to let yeah, the audience We'll put it to a vote. That's fine. And I, I can deal with that. Yeah. Oh, that's so tough. That's tough. I don't, oh, I don't want you picking picking against your homeboy anyway. We let somebody else do it. We get a third party in here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a third party in there. Oh, it's crazy because Chris Jericho is one of my favorites. I wish my favorite wrestler is Randy Orton, and I wish he had a, a cool debut like those. But <laughs> yeah, everybody can be spectacular. <laughs> uh, that's dope. Let me see uh, who else. Uh, so who else has some great debuts? All right, before um, we we trail off too far into the wrestlings, I got I got a couple questions for y'all. I got two of them. All right, we're okay. gonna start off with uh Mr. Todd the Great. I want right. we're we gonna time travel a little bit. All right. I want you to take me back to October 29th, 2011. The time is 5.19 p.m. This comes from your Twitter account. <laughs> XXViper underscore TXX. Yay! Right. Just made Todd the Great a Twitter. Welcome. Take me back. Let me let me know what was going through your mind. Let me know your feelings and emotions <laughs> on the 29th of October, 2011, at 5:19 p.m. when you made your first post of "Yay, just made Todd the Great a Twitter." Well, this is funny. This is a funny, funny, funny story. Okay, I was a major player back like back in the day, right? Okay. Major player. Major player. So, so I hope this doesn't come back to bite me. I hope this doesn't come back to bite me. Hey, the past is the past, homeboy. <laughs> I I had a girlfriend at this time, but another chick I was heavily, heavily talking to. I told her I didn't have a Twitter, so she went and made me the Twitter I have today, right now. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! She oh made that god. Twitter for me, bro. <laughs> oh man! While I had a girlfriend at the time, and so. Uh, I never my girlfriend to this day. My she's my ex now. My ex doesn't know about her to this day. So when that came out, whatever, I went on ahead and told my girlfriend at the time, "Hey, yo, I just made a Twitter, ha ha ha, yay!" And I made a funny post. You go follow me, whatever. At the same time, where this my I don't want to call her my side chick, but this chick I was really talking to heavily. Maybe like we were sort of dating a little bit too. Was starting to post yes, for your me side a little. Trick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was starting to post for me, you know, as it was going. So that's crazy. That's a walk down memory lane. That's crazy. So what she would so, post yeah. though? Huh? What she would post though? She would post on your relationship I wasn't, status. I wasn't on it. Like it's not till <laughs> I stopped talking to her to when I actually started running my Twitter, which was probably a month later. See, boy, you 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 celebrity though. <laughs> look at that you had look he had somebody handling his Twitter account for. Him. <laughs> That's hilarious. He was running my Twitter. It was crazy. That's why he says, "Yay, I made Todd the Great a Twitter." And she she put uh, three three R's in there because Todd the Great was originally taken. So I made that my Instagram. It was it was brilliant. So I still go by Todd the Great to this day because that's what she made up. What's so, time for the side chick? <laughs> and the side right. chick was a coworker, by the way. That's how I met her. That's horrible. You don't do that. I spent, I spent a lot, and this is back when my girlfriend was living with me. Oh, so I would spend no. all my work hours with the side chick, and then go home to my girlfriend. And then, like, our dates would be like when she's when we, the days when we weren't working, 
I would leave home, go grab something to eat, and take her lunch, and we would hang out during her lunch period, and she would do the same for me. That's crazy, man. I didn't even know about this. She was I majorly something. Oh, <laughs> man. It was like super sad. I, I was a savage, bro. I was a savage. It was... <laughs> hey, but that's the old you, baby. That's the old yeah. you. <laughs> I was savage. <laughs> All right. John was... Lee. You ready? <laughs> Yeah. yeah Before question. I even start, do you even remember your first tweet? No, oh, I don't. Yeah. She tweeted it. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm talking about John Lee. John Lee, oh, my bad. I, I, I delete my tweets so much. No, I don't know. All right, ready? All right, here we go. We're about to time travel. I want you to take me back to April 21st, 2009. It is Ooh, a whole two years ahead of me. It is currently 11.39 p.m. Your tweet reads as follows. Bunch of gr- grammatical errors. No, no. Drinking orange juice. Oh! Hey, <laughs> that sounds just like him. Yup. That's, that's. So, oh, so, 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 so come on. Let's go back. Let's go back to April 21st, 2009 at 1139 p.m. Go ahead. So, Sir John Lee has been rapping. Since we were in high school, uh, we graduated in 2008, by the way. So we're, we're very young. We're, we're young. Um, so, uh, I wanted to be a filmmaker, right? I go to school. I go off to, uh, Alabama in, in Huntsville, Alabama for school. And, um, Sir John Lee's doing his thing out here. I come back and I'm like, yo, man, let's make a music video, right? And Sir John Lee is like, yo, I have this song called Orange Juice. And the whole song is about him <laughs> drinking orange juice. It's a dope song. It's a really dope song. So I get, I get my, I get the family, I get my family camcorder, crappy quality. I think it's shot like 280 or something like that. <laughs> and we shoot a music video legit. Like it, it was back when I got my first car, 2008 Ford Focus. It was a graduation present. So I had my, um, I had him and my other friend, Pro life, sit on the hood and rap the rap the lyrics. Or my brother, who was like thirteen or fourteen at the time, who didn't even know how to drive. I had him behind the wheel, kind of like easing the gas, so it looks like the car's moving. That was a great. Remember that video? Yeah, I remember that video. That's that's why I went like, hey, when you said that, because I because I remember during that time period, like I drank nothing but orange juice. I drank it like water. Yeah. Like. And it, like, I regret it now because I blew up with all that acid in the orange juice. Like, yeah, I was drinking orange juice, dude. Like, I was drinking orange juice, like, lean, bro. Like, it was an addiction. I had a problem. Like, I had a shirt that said, I love orange juice. Yeah, I remember that. It was a problem. Yeah, my mom had to sit me down and say, you you know how much acid you're taking in a day? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my my thumb, my nail, my fingernails started to turn, turn orange. Oh man! You know, I drank nothing but orange juice. I drank it like water. Oh god! Now I don't know exactly where I was at that moment, but I'm pretty sure I was drinking orange juice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow! I don't know. We kind of said otherwise. Oh man, that's freaking crazy, though. Does this video still exist? It Maybe. exists somewhere. I think it's on but it's your... extremely pixelated because I didn't know how to upload quality wise. Because it was clear when I shot it, but when I uploaded it, it was super pixelated. And like I shot was... it from a flip phone. This was when I was Black Box still or Mr. Box or something. 
Yeah, something like that. Let me see. Let me look it up right now. Is, does the song exist on the interweb? <laughs> no, the song is it's not on it, but the video is it was a pretty it, good song, but it, I, but it was crappy quality though. Oh man! If I can get, I think I remember. I think I remember a verse. I remember. I mean, I remember a verse because I had to edit it, so I heard it like over and over. Okay. It was uh, my orange juice. Uh, something, something. You can go and get your own. Uh, dang oh, it! I forgot that's it. Rashad's verse. That's Pro Life's verse. Oh yeah, that is his. That is. What is yours? Uh, OJB the solver. If I got a problem, problem. Oh, I don't know. Know. I, you know, is it? OJB the solver. If I got a problem, orange in my hair. You could call me Dennis Rodman. Yeah, I drink like that. I drink it. I drink it when it's uh, I drink it when it's soft, but never when it's lumpy. Pour, pour a little something in my juice. I call it bubbly or something like that. It was, it was pretty killing, bro. It was killing. Oh man, we need this, dog. We need to put. I'm on your page right now. Like, where is this joke? My YouTube page? Oh yeah, here it go. Found it. Oh, sit, Wait, put, on my Facebook? put the link in my chat, dog. No, on your YouTube. Put, YouTube. put the link. My, it's on my YouTube still? Put, yes, it's on Batball. Put the link in the chat. This would wait, wait, make... wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's on what? It's on what? Batpon. Batpon. Batpon? Yeah. B-A-T-P-W-Y-N. Oh, I got it. I got it. It's going in the episode. Batpon? I forgot about this. <gasps> it has all my music videos on here. Oh my goodness! Oh man, hey. uh, I got way better. Like I wasn't even producing. I'm like super skilled. Oh, we rude. got on our Letterman's jackets. That's <laughs> yeah, bro. It's horrible quality, though, bro. Oh no, no. This is. Oh, uh, we had Junior in it. My cousin. Yeah, that's my car right there. That's crazy. No, this we, gotta, is... we gotta post, we gotta post the link in the in the chat in the uh, description, bro. We gotta well, post I'm, the I'm, link. I'm, I'm, yo, I'm, well, post I'm, post one of my new joints though, because I want people to like yo, this nigga wack. I am ahead of you. It's it's going all <laughs> up in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that okay. is crazy. This this is the most. This is the perfect opportunity to end it right here, dog. Because we ain't getting no higher than this. <laughs> Wait, wait, did you say, did you say you had another question for us? No, that was the only one. I, I don't have no more questions after this. This is, <laughs> we good. <laughs> uh, this, we have some interesting stories behind our Twitter. <laughs> oh, man. That is bad part. I forgot about that YouTube channel. Oh, my goodness. Yo, but post one of my more recent joints. Yeah, cause we'll, we'll take care of all that. Be like, oh, what the hell is this? <laughs> All right. But we were young though. We were kids. We were kids. Hey man, kids yeah. do crazy things. I I was yeah. one, and I have them now. So, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, man. We th- that music video was hot though back in the day, boy. <laughs> um, it's like I, we did a music video. No, no. I remember. I remember. Like they get back. I'm like, this is stupid. But I remember uh, when we went and bought orange juice. Like we had in a little bottle. And they was like, oh, rip the uh, rip the labels off for copyright. And I'm like, ain't nobody gonna see this video. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody. I mean, I didn't think that. I didn't think that then. I'm thinking that now. Like, ain't nobody gonna see yeah, this video. Yeah, for real, for real. Man, then, but we, we know we, we could have got sponsorship. Yeah, we could have got sponsorship if there was quality. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. That was that was dope. Oh, oh man. Anyway, yeah. All right. You guys enjoyed the video, and uh. We'll, we'll we'll probably be on again, Ram, Ram, oh, we, Rambling. We, we, the, the door is open. You can come back anytime you want to. 
we've 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 had interesting lives between ourselves and uh outside of it <laughs> and outside of ourselves so feel free to ask oh. us anything else from <laughs> psychic twitter to a, a terrible music video Obsession with orange juice. Obsession with orange juice. Yeah, yeah. this, this is dude weird. had orange juice IVs and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy was on orange juice, man. Shit, oh you should, dog, you was the original OJ the Juice Man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <The laughs> All right, fellas. Go ahead. All We're right. going to go from left to right as I see you. Todd, what you got to plug? Um... I mean, I'll let Sir John Lee uh, plug wrestling junkies, but um, you could check me on Twitter at xxviper underscore txx. If you want to talk trash about USC, the Rams, or the Lakers, bring it because I got ammunition. Um, and if you want to talk hockey, I'll kill you with the Kings too, because you know we we won we won a couple years ago, so you know. <laughs> no. But if you want to talk soccer, um. You know, Real Madrid, that's that's my team. Gareth Bale, Cristiano Ronaldo, I'm a sports nut, so I love talking trash about teams and stuff like that, so uh, get at me. And then Instagram, I'm going to start posting a lot more movie stuff. If you guys want to check out some cool movie posters and stuff, I have some things coming to you um, today and tomorrow, so check it out. What's that Instagram, um, go ahead, homie? Sir John Lee. Right, so you gotta catch me at Sir John Lee. That's S I R J O N L E E on everything. Google it, whatever you want to do. Um, also, check out Wrestling Junkies at Wrestling underscore Junkies. We posting a um, bunch of wrestling picks. Oh, and check out our podcast. We're gonna have um, the Wrestling Classic, the number one guy on IG right now. Um, this week. Well, yeah, this week. And also, um, check out Quarter Wolves, www.quarterwolves.com. Get your merch for Wolf Season. And uh, I'll be performing. If you're in the L.A. area, I'll be performing Saturday night. Live beat set. Uh, hit me up if you want the info. Oh, and my, in- my Instagram is uh, Todd the Great with three R's. I kept that name. It was originally my Twitter, so I went and made my Instagram the same <laughs> name. <laughs> It was a great name, and I'm like, what? I mean, I'm not gonna just because I stopped talking to them. I'm gonna use a really cool name. I mean, Should have that I much mean, power over me. You know, it's great because it's great in the title. Yeah, it's three R's, and I, I remember when she <laughs> hey, told me three she R's was like the random ramblers with Rob podcast. Boom. Yeah. Well, there you go. Clean three R's. Taught the G R. Taught the G R R. Wait, G R R R E A T. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and I, Yo, this is very random. Of course. Yeah, it this is. is a random podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you gentlemen being a part of my podcast and having me be a part of your podcast. It's great that we can tag team and give each other high fives virtually. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we got it this well, time. Well, my man. video's not up, but uh, yeah, we, yeah. I, I, that's better than the shield one we oh, did. Yeah, last. That was way <laughs> yeah, that was yes. <laughs> oh, and those who didn't hear it, um, I don't know if um. Uh, Random Ramblings if you have the link but you should go check out the podcast we did with Random Ramblings all of you rambling fans out there that is a very good episode also and That's if you like it. Random Ramblings he was very Random random Ramblings E in that episode <laughs> <laughs> alright man I appreciate that so now can I get stopped 
being harassed on uh, IG and Twitter about this uh, this is tie. Well, it's up for them to decide. Oh, they they know about the tie. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because he went he wouldn't let nobody forget. I really won that. Uh, <laughs> I really will, but dude, yeah, we gonna find out a winner on Instagram. Yeah, we, or we'll find Twitter. out on Sunday. I'm I'm real interested to see how that's gonna hey, go. Post out. post a poll, post a poll, uh, man. Links, yeah, I see do. Results of that, and then we'll see the results of Instagram. We'll we'll compare notes. And that was the episode, folks. You gotta let me know what you think about that debate. I think I am justified in my reasoning. Chris Jericho had the best debut of all time, you know, WWE TV wise, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that motherfucker Kane. He didn't talk for like 30 years. And then, yeah, he, he's just stupid. So pick me because I'm the man and this is my show. So pretty please. I'm asking, I'm begging. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Sound like a Pokemon, but Pokemon don't like to get caught or picked. So would that be rape? I don't know, but that's another topic for another time in another place. I appreciate very much uh, Todd the Great and Sir John Lee for being on my show. It's, it just sounds so regal, so royal when you say Sir John Lee and Todd the Great. This is like a wizard in night combo or something. A king and his fucking wizard. It's like Merlin or some shit like that. Todd the Great and Sir John Lee. Hey, you should isolate that shit right there. Make it an audio bite for your intro or something like that. I could do that for you if you ask me nicely. Or let me win the debate. We could do it that way too. <laughs> but it was great getting to know these guys a little bit better. And I I have no doubt in the future that we'll freaking tag team. See, that's a wrestling reference. And uh, do some more episodes together, whether it be on my show or their show. So, yeah. I mean, I would probably, if we're going to talk wrestling, I'd probably rather do it on their show because this is not strictly a wrestling-based podcast, even though I love wrestling and all that stuff. But, I mean, that's their genre. That's their lane or whatever. And I like to contribute more to that than I would to like to do the wrestling talks on here. But if anybody want to come on here and talk wrestling, I am not opposed to it. We could do that all day, all night while the WWE Network is playing in the background for nine ninety nine a month. Sponsor me, please. Yeah, dig it. But um, before I go, I want to spin, spin, spin. Do I want to spin? I will spin around in this chair if it was one of those type of chairs or whatever. But I want to send some shout outs to my nephew. You heard him on episode 31, nephew CJ. My nephew, C the Beast. He got a new single out featuring Kevin Gates. I don't even know how that thing came together. But you can um look him up on Twitter. And find that, and his Twitter account is A91001. And that Twitter account is A91001675. I had him on the show and I didn't even ask him what the fuck that meant. But knowing CJ ass is probably his fucking inmate number, his fucking jail number, or some shit like that. So, I mean. Hey, if you want to inquire to what those that actually stands for, hit him up. I just gave you his Twitter account. And if you need any other information for him, if you can't reach him on the Twitter or anything, hit me up. I'll give you some more info. Matter of fact, if you're talking business, i give you the motherfucking phone number. You can call him on the phone, talk to him voice to voice and everything like that. But yeah, check out the single. 
It's called Affiliated. And it's fucking hot. It's nice. I like it a lot. I dig it with a passion. Matter of fact, you know what? I dig it so much. I'm a we doing bonus content, baby. We're going into overtime. This was a long episode anyway, but fuck it. We're going to throw that on the end in the bonus content so you can hear that single. So you ain't got to search around for it. You find it right here on my motherfucking podcast. Also, like I said, John Lee, that boy is a rapper producing all kind of stuff. And I got some stuff <laughs> that they were, you know, that I'm privileged to have. They gave me some stuff that they created back in the day is um a song called Orange Juice. And if you just heard the podcast, you heard the fuel and what inspired this song. And there's a video for it. I got that too. I'm gonna put links up and um I'm gonna leave that audio in the bonus content if you wanna stick around and listen to that. So yeah, man, shit. I'm gonna just go ahead and do my thing real quick. I'm gonna go ahead and sign off and leave you to this bonus content because I know you you you're chomping at the bit to listen to it. So here we go. You can follow me on Twitter at It's B-Rob. And that's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. You can follow the show at, wait for it, R-R-R underscore podcast. I had a lot of, I had to swallow there. And that's R-R-R underscore podcast. That's three R's underscore podcast. Follow me for show updates and things dealing with the show and all kinds of things like that. You can also, it's the hub of info for me. You go to the website. It's called randomrobcast.com. And there, if you go to the homepage, you scroll down to the bottom. I got merchandise. I got t-shirts, baby. If you like the use of the word motherfucker, I got a t-shirt that say motherfucker on the front. So if you want to walk around with that big motherfucker on your chest, have at it. Also, right now, as you hear this, up until the 30th of August, is 15% off all t-shirts. So, boom, you get a discount. And I know after the 30th, they're going to have some other discounts, and I'll be sure to plug it on my Twitter, which is RRR underscore podcast. I told you that already. Check me out on Instagram at random ramblings W underscore Rob. So, Check that out. I fucking I'm on Instagram more than I think I'm on Twitter. And um, I just I go to Walmart and I record videos and I do blogs or vlogs or whatever they call it. I didn't even think that that's what I was doing while I was making these videos. I was just doing it to be stupid. It all started when Sean and Rick and Sarah from Ice in the Face and Horribly Awkward podcast said they hated Walmart. And I love Walmart so much that I went into Walmart and I started doing videos just for them, show them how much I love Walmart. And I've just been doing them ever since. So if you go on Instagram and you do hashtag Walmart log, everything, every video that I've done in Walmart will pop up in there. Hell, if you go on the interwebs, on the Google, on the Bing, if you use the hashtag RRRPC, Random Ramblings with Rob Podcast, that's what that stands for if you didn't know. Anything that's me will pop up because I use the shit out of that hashtag. That's my hashtag. The Walmart log is my hashtag. Shit, motherfucker and motherfuckers is my hashtag because it's got three X's in there. Hardly nobody spelled motherfucker like that. So, yeah, plugs, plugs, plugs. Buy a T-shirt, man. Let me know you out there representing the Random Rambles with Rob crew. Be down with me. You are my motherfuckers. See, that I, I finally named you. I didn't know what to name you. I was going to call you randoms or whatever, 
but you my motherfuckers because yeah that's what we are we are just a whole bunch of random motherfuckers john lee Todd the great you my motherfuckers yeah okay i don't know you could take that some kind of way anyway man i appreciate everybody for listening i appreciate you for coming back i appreciate you for retweeting i appreciate you doing anything that you do to interact with me and participate with anything okay, i do with this okay, show okay, i appreciate okay, you all okay. and i walk in I'll see with you no next shirt time. no shoes i got no shame six pack i'm in that grocery aisle i just picked up oj yo 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 jlp don't forget the yo play okay just picked up a wool shirt i'm riding with my chauffeur we don't mess with kroger nope. my flow cold as stove first i'm popping like a t- bonus content
Friend of foe, I'm finna eat. Finger food, a finger meat. Change your mind like changing sheets. Chaining you to your defeat. I'm Kobe scoring 81. I'm Curry, don't you try to front. Long from the effing jump. Sneezing all you effing chumps. Hot you, nigga. Bless you, nigga. I'm Jordan Game 6. With the flu, nigga. Bless you for thinking I need you. 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 Why had you thinking I'm equal? You won't catch me saying what's poppin' the people. Sick chicken pox of the measles. Kabox you throw hands, you gon' catch you a season. Hit them boy, them boy coughing, them bleedin'. And him gonna need more than a mile anesthesia. Could then walk a mile in my sneak. I ain't spin with the devils and dragons and divas. I lean like the tower of Pisa. I lean like a girl from Ibiza. I lean, I lead. Murdered every scene I been. Bow to I'm he's the king. Rest in peace, I lead. Bless you for thinking I need you. 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 God bless the child that has his own. Why you see me slide right along? Said you was popping off, but all I see is lots of tweets. Go ahead and cut me off. I won't lose an ounce of sleep. Nah, nah, nah. Bless you for thinking I need you. 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 Bless. You know, I'm a man of great morals and I'm a man of great principles. I never read it on nobody. I hear you, Kevin. And that's when I could look in the mirror and look at myself and say, you know what? Kevin, I fuck with you. I feel you, bro. This is Brazilian beat. Because rappers like to affiliate themselves with D-Boys. Like, that's supposed to get them some type of certification. I don't know Because you with somebody that hustle. <laughs> you really ain't doing them but putting his family in jeopardy. You hear me? Ain't that, that don't Dirt all under my nails Stumming through currency Mindset currently Niggas don't worry me White Panam airplane currency Pussy niggas say they wanna murder me Seam paper Steam haters Beam laser Cream wafers Bread one of my via fly A lot of niggas living lines I go hard not a dream chaser Add your baby King cake you Sliced all up on the king's table Machine scrape you when your bricks about to land Drop it when it's soft white Cook it in the pan Standing over pots while it's cooking in the pan Looking for the grams I can put them in your hand Face card, face card, nigga got a face card Jumping out a great car, spitting with an AR Out the mud with the drugs, now we got a race car 11 five on the side, I ain't take a day off Very one to grab, get a hustle for the payoff Hit the trap, stay down, guess it kinda paid off Gripping in the paint, I'm a bam on something You thinking about a slam, I was talking about a cutlass Got it out the mud, everything push button Nigga never gave nothing, now I'm coming to Cause rappers like to affiliate themselves with D-Boys Like that's supposed to get them some type of certification Cause you with somebody that boss you really ain't doing them but putting his family in jeopardy, you hear me? Man, that, that don't go together, man. Rap in the streets don't go to cut you know in the town. Cause rappers like to affiliate themselves with D-Boys. You know why? Cause rappers like to affiliate themselves with D-Boys. They tell lies. 
Cause rappers like to affiliate themselves with D-Boy You know why? Cause rappers like to affiliate themselves with D-Boy I ain't a rap nigga, that's a nigga talking about bricks Black 40, black mass if we talking about licks So Kevin, if it's gates, I'm hopping over the fence Home invasion, lay it down if it come to the president How you rap about a brick, he ain't never sold never These sold. days, everybody talking, yeah, yo That's the tone and this is tall, that's fake blow Niggas saying that they know, but they don't know He the brick man when he be spitting up on the beats But a bitch still, if you was listening to the streets If it's beef, motherfucker, I'm definitely gonna fuck, fuck fool, I'ma do this for greed and gluttony Grab the soda and the pot and let the water heat Half a meal gone, win gold in a week Don't blame me, blame PME for unleashing the beast Cocaine gone, white nigga, no bleach Knock, knock, who is there? Don't nobody speak Flush 500 grams, thinking it's the police Now you got a nigga tripping from the trap house booming Feeling like they watching the nigga life like Truman From the food, motherfucking nigga, late Charles High, high 10, get it to Kevin and BR That's 20 bricks a piece in the three cars Added up at 1.5 for a feet Nigga, that's a dope, that's a game Since a nigga new money, trying to get new money Made their game, booze in the The beast souls under defeat you know, feed up, rapping like I'm trapping to sell out and re-up and sit trap a candy on coca is local. No more fooling around at the bando. These lines right here off a block of that hundo. These bitches got me rich like I'm Lionel. Thinking vagina, I'm fucking the spinal. I am the best, that answer is final. You go against me and they pan like Sandro. Shots at Alejandro, or I'll be the Rosé and the Blanco. We don't talk on the phone, no combo. Here's one nine times for that rando. This is a Buzilla beat.